Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. It is Wednesday. All righty. Scott's Good favorite day. day, hump day. Hey. And the gang's all here. Yep. Everybody feeling good? I do. Everybody take their 26-minute naps yesterday? I tried. As we learned yesterday, that was the perfect time. Like, that's the, that's the perfect timing for a nap. I took Nap's Moon's advice. Moon said uh, less than 40 or more than 90. Yep. And I took a four-hour nap. So. Oh, <laughs> my God. Nice. Holy cow. Yeah. You were right. I felt great. Right. Four hours. Yeah. Day over 90. Well, good. You followed the rules. I did, and I felt pretty good. There's nothing worse than a 60-minute nap. Well, nothing. NASA you know, NASA says, and we had this study yesterday, that 26 minutes is a perfect time because you're in between sleep cycles. Uh-huh. Uh, so I tried. I set my alarm for 26 minutes yesterday, and I woke up, and I went, eh, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> for how long? Uh, 90 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was all right. I was watching the uh, John Mulaney, the new special, Baby J, on Netflix yesterday, and it was the same exact set that he did when he was here at Enterprise, so if you went to that, you probably don't need to watch it, but I fell asleep during that briefly, but I don't know how long I was asleep, but it was probably 20 minutes, and I and I woke up, and I was like, this isn't, I don't feel good. <laughs> I had to go to band practice. I was like, oh, I'm not feeling it right now. Every comedian loves to hear that you fell asleep during their Netflix yeah. special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already That's why seen they work so hard at it. Was so good, I fell asleep. She was on that Delta Eight. It's on that Delta. Yeah, Delta Eight. Uh, Ryan writes in. Almost time to see which tragedy or violent event documentary Riz wants to start every oh, day with. Dude, by discussing. that's so funny because I just started the Waco one that you were talking about. So good. 
It was good. <laughs> so good. It was just, yeah, okay. It was, uh, yeah, it was It was good because there was information. That uh, you didn't know. That I didn't know. And I, I lived through it. I saw all the stuff. Then I saw the movie with Michael Shannon. So I feel like I'm pretty well versed yeah. on this guy <laughs> thing. Yeah, and yeah. I and I got two friends in Waco that told me a ton of information about it that that nobody knew. Not that they were defending it, but they were like, "Yo, this is this two sided story here." Blah blah blah. They're in the cult. No, that's where not the, the cult, uh, Waco's but. where the Gaines the Gaines family is. Yes, yeah. And my like, buddy, yeah, my buddy, HGTV, Chip and, my buddy, and Joanna, Chip yeah. and Joanna, yeah. and my buddy was on that show. Because no way! Because oh, that's right, MXPX guy. Yeah, and Goldfinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, Mike has a house down there, and. Um, I was on as was on that show. I was like, dude, there's a lot of information about that that people just don't know. Wait a minute, he got his house redone by Joanna Gaines. Yeah, he's on the show. That's yeah. so cool. The greatest the greatest thing is he's like super punk rock. And if you watch his episode, he's like, you know, um, he's got tattoo, you know, neck tattoos. Yeah. And he's the yeah. dark haired guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, it, but, but when they're showing him like different houses and stuff, he is not keen. You know what I'm saying? Like he does not look excited. And most of the time, you know, everybody's like. Ooh, I'm well, they right, tell I'm you to TV. play it yeah. up. If you've been on a reality show, they really tell you to play it up. Right. Yeah. Smile, yeah, a little that's more energy. That's what I'm saying. And he's not playing this game. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? His wife is or his lady or who, who yeah. else is part of it? Okay. Yeah, his, his, it's, it's Mike and Holly. And uh, and they're both they're both like doing the, the show as it's as it's supposed to be done. But <laughs> just watching him, you're like, <laughs> I know him. So I was like, oh, he's, he's not super stoked on this. He's oh. not super stoked on that. And then when they show him the house, like he's like, oh. <laughs> like, 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 like he, it was real. He had to like let go his, his rock and roll curtain for a second, and be like, "Oh, this is awesome." Yeah. So why did he try out for the show? If well, listen, he, he loves wasn't it. really he, like no, no, into no, it. No, no, it's, he was into it. He's super just into wasn't it. Into his into wife the house. was he's, into he's it. He's just like a guarded rock and yeah. roll guy, and like you know, like there's like a the cool aesthetic. He the, couldn't drop it. Yeah. Down. It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not yeah. even. It's not even about that. I'm not saying he did that consciously. I'm just saying, and this dude is. Very cool and very rock and roll and very very chill. So he's not one of those like I'm he's in your face. I'm up. on TV. I remember seeing MXPX at the Galaxy. Do you remember the Galaxy venue? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's where I, I've only seen them the once. Way back. This is probably like '99. So they they are cool guys, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's... I got the bass tech for him once, and he ran up a stage, took the bass, and uh, then whenever he left, that was it. I didn't. He didn't, didn't greet it. He didn't greet me or anything. It was just nice. He's, like, eh. but no, he's super nice. I've actually he's the best. I'm, I'm just saying, like he's a rock and roll guy, so he's not he's not playing it up for the cameras. And then when he saw the house with the studio in he's the like, back, really he was just like, like, oh my gosh, yeah, do, dude. do they have to pay for all that stuff? So they got to pay for anything that they keep. So you know how they dress it with like the the furniture and mm -hmm. like the the paintings and, and it's the couches. Usually all their stuff. Yes, yeah, it furnished. is, and it is expensive, guys. No, but That's I mean, like it's like the. the the show. Joanna Gaines has like a lot. Doesn't she have like a line at Walmart oh, yes. or one of those? No, it's Target and it's Target. amazing. I, uh, I asked him. Is that the pay for all that stuff? Yeah, I asked him about that. I said, hey, so, you know, do you have to keep the couches and all that? Because, I mean, dude, when you see his episode, that house is so sick. And I think you can rent it actually from him. But um, it is it is incredible. And I said, did, did you keep any of that? And he said, oh, from what you saw on TV, we probably kept one couch. And maybe oh. maybe a painting. So but, they did Rockstar renovation for Fixer Upper. They did like an, a little season, a mini season uh, okay. of rock, the Rockstars. Um, yeah, the funny thing is, you know, well, I'm happened? sure the, the labor's free. I mean, the, he, la the labor's part of the part of the show. Yeah, they're, they're fans of the show, if, if I remember right, because this was years ago. But they're fans of the show, and he sent them a tweet saying something like, "Hey, man, we'd we'd love to have a house down there. We've been we've been looking in Waco anyway." 
And uh, she's like, I got a beautiful renovated compound. I'd love to show you. <laughs> and, they, and they picked him. It is haunted. They picked him, and they've been there ever since. Some fire damage. Little fire damage, mm -hmm. but a lot. You know what? A lot of natural light. Uh huh. Super cool. Need some love. Yeah. Funny thing is, it was like Christmas break or something, and uh, Mallory and I went to Lake of the Ozarks or or, or somewhere. And we were just in a hotel. We were just kind of hanging out because don't have I don't have HDTV, typically. And we were just uh, sitting on this in this little like lake house thing. Turn on TV. And that was and, the episode. And there's um, Mike. <laughs> um, the Gaineses, Chip and Joanna. Is there anything with them? Is there any like controversy with them? Because they're from Waco. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I, do they get any heat? I feel like they get heat. I thought they did for a minute. But well, from the town, people were annoyed because it's made the housing. Oh, they made the town it. popular, and now the houses. And now everybody wants more. to move to Waco. But that's every city, so I don't know. Yeah, you've made this too popular. Yeah, yeah. But, but but I mean, you have to admit they did single-handedly affect the housing market in a in a particular market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they, I get that. I, I get that. But it's also kind of happened. God, everywhere. you know, hates that businesses down there, man. Yeah. They hate when they hate when they get customers. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. boy! I was gonna say, I, and I, homeowners when their property value goes up. Ooh man! You do, was that so you lifting angry. a finger? <laughs> USA Today said Chip and Joanna Gaines addressed claims of discrimination. They had accusations of being racist and anti-LGBTQ. Oh okay. really? That's that a was in different. 2021. Huh. They seem like they seem like very nice people. Anyway, it's a documentary. I mean, and here's the thing: like, if, if it weren't for them, and it weren't for Mike, and me, and him telling me how they love that area and they love everything down there, what do we know about Waco? We the whole, just know the whole country's like, oh, that's a about the weird Branch place. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, for for I think decades, Boeing has something there. For and, decades, that's the only thing I knew about Waco, Texas. And by the way, Ryan, I was not going to start with doom and gloom, but since you asked for it, here it is. Since you asked for it, here we go. All right. No, it's wild, dude. As I worked as a on a, one of those, it's a similar show. The one where they go show a couple, three houses. It's not love it or list it, but it's like that. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, we're going to show you three houses. And then they pick one at the end House or hunters. whatever. House hunters. So it's very staged. So the way that it works is like they, the couple already owns and lives in the house. So they go find two houses that are approximately same price market. They go show the couples the house, and then they on the then they show them the actual house. They move all their furniture out of the house they already live in, and then show them their own home. And then they're like, oh, "I love it so much. This is the one." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the lady was so overbearing that they couldn't use the episode because she was an artist, and she kept complimenting her own art. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like she, so when they got to the day, so they were looking at their own house, basically their own house, and she's like, "Oh my, wow, well look at this painting." Well, and she's just like she, she was being very pushy about them, like um, featuring her art, and the, the producer kept telling her, "Like this isn't an art show, right? We need to talk about the kitchen and the tile and the bones and the and the crown molding. This isn't. We're not here to feature your art." And she was just. Her husband just like disappeared halfway through the filming. He was like, you could tell he was just like, I'm he out. was fed up with her too. He's just like, I'm going to Starbucks. And he never came back. He's gone for like three hours. Like, where'd you go, man? Uh, it was just kind of wild to see the the way those shows were. And well, the, the ladies episode was unusable because she she just refused. She just kept complimenting her own art. The one thing I, I always notice about those shows, especially the ones with house hunters, whatever, they're looking for houses. And, you know, it's like... Uh, you know, Lauren Ray for a newlywed couple, you know, in their early 20s and... Early 20s? And hey! They've got, in they've their got early a budget 20s. of $3.3 million. Yeah, right. That's exact. And they go, oh, well, we're, you know, we're looking for houses. Our budget is, is $2.5 million. It's like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm an influencer. What? Or 
I run a real estate company. I'm a nepo baby. Right. Wow. My pal- 2.5 million. Okay. There was, you're right about the entire thing is staged because my friends that used to own that um, firehouse downtown St. Louis where they fixed it up into livable, you know, they're living in a firehouse and it was yeah. awesome. They, that was one of the episodes and they obviously had already bought it and right. knew that that's where they lived. And anyway, mm. sucks. Oh, magic of TV. Uh, Still fun to watch. Learn is an influencer and her budget is $2.5 million. Hell what? yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Or this influencing thing. Hmm. Paying off for some people. I'm never going to, like, I, I was at band practice last night. And we were talking about career stuff. And I, they were like, would you ever want to have, like, your own YouTube channel and be an influencer? And I was like, no. Well, now if you ask kids. That's what they want to be. If you ask, well, and they grow out of that. I, I found that my kids have grown out of, yeah, if I would ask my kids four years ago, what do you want to be when you get older? You know, one of them would have, I guaranteed said, a YouTube star. Oh, now yeah. they've now they've cut now they're a little older, you know my son's going to be fourteen next month. You know he's grown out of that. He's mm-hmm. a little more realistic. I'm going to be a doctor. Um, well, the scary thing about that because I had a similar experience with my own kin is like they can't even tell you what category. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just I want to be a YouTube star. Okay, so okay, and for what, what do you want to do? Right, a YouTube star. And I'm like, oh, you just want to be famous. Like you don't even. It's not like you want to be an actor or a or a toy reviewer, or whatever. Yeah, what's your angle gonna be? Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna make videos. Yeah, I just want to be on it. Like we're on YouTube right now, and like this is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, I feel the same way. I like speak for yourself. I, this is good. I want to. I feel star. the same way. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you this question: um, Who influenced you to follow your line of work? Uh, I well, I loved Howard Stern. Kat Corbett from Caro Q out in Los Angeles. Still love her. She doesn't work there anymore. She works for Sirius, but those two. Because, you know, if we think about, and I thought about this the other day, all of our kind of origin stories, like how we all got to this point right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think only two of us have started in, just you and I learned. Yeah. Like started the radio path, mm-hmm. like from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like you started in radio at what, what age? Um, 19. 19. Yeah, so, so me, it was 18. You know, Moon was a late bloomer. He was a you know touring musician. Right. Well, I started at six with my uh, my double boombox when I was doing the. Uh, <laughs> I have the tapes. My mom has oh. a tape where I did the. I was I was the DJ. That was blah 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 blah, and this was this, and I didn't know the artist or the song, so I would make up song titles. If you're going all the way back to that, I- I've talked about this before. I have a home video of me doing Donny Fandango's original opener from the '90s. That he, whenever he would come on, there was this. Intro that he had, and I had it memorized down. And have you ever played that wow. for him? No, I have not. My mom, it's lost at Jill's house. I don't know where this tape <laughs> is, but it's like the one relic thing that I want to find to give to Donnie one day because it's wow. me, and I'm like cussing because it's home videos. You know, you're like up at 3 a.m. as a 13 year old. Yeah, and I yeah. Some I people would say that was cute. I'd say that maybe that would fall under the category of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I mean, I'm, I loved radio, but it was it was music for me. It so, was, would you say who was your who influenced you? You already know. Thank you. I appreciate that. Wow. Oh. Wow. It goes Vizzuto. without saying. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. Nothing to do with Scott Daniel Vizzuto. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, Garth Brooks, man. 1991. I would say the Beach Boys and the Danger, and uh, not Danger Zone, uh, the uh, the Top Gun soundtrack in 1985. Yeah. 
I would say those. Those were your two and those Garth uh, Brooks and the Top Gun soundtrack. Well, yeah, that and and that Queen record that I bought live in Wembley, uh, at, at a truck stop. So I would say Queen and, and Garth Brooks in '91. Those Garth was the first one that made me feel like, oh my gosh, like music, music can be performed in such a unique way. Was playing with the boys from that that soundtrack? You no, know it was, brother. That was the the volleyball. That's volleyball scene. Okay. Say his name, though. Say Kenny Loggins. I want to hear you say it. Oh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny Mother and Loggins. Thank you. He is a deity on this show. I borrowed that tape from my next door neighbor, and it, and it changed my life. That, and I will, and I will say this, and I didn't know it until like the early '90s when I finally found out who it was. But on that tape that I DJ'd from my one boombox recorder to the to to the other, the song that I played up the most in it that really did kind of shape like. Just like a, an overall tone of how I viewed music was Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> so I would say Huey, dude, Lewis, Huey Lewis and the News has, and their, has, their has record, a, what, Sport? Yes, Sports. Sports. Sports? Oh, wow. dude, that's great. I have a special place in my heart for Huey Lewis and the News because of because whatever station I was recording at the time and and, and doing the, the play up, it was Huey Lewis. Man, I read something about, I don't know why I got into a... Uh, Back to the Future. Another great 80s movie soundtrack. Yeah, they were a big part of that. Oh, I got into like a uh, Kenny Loggins, you know, <laughs> Wikipedia vortex, and I was looking up songs, and mm -hmm. I think Danger Zone was written for somebody else. Uh, oh, Toto was intended. They wanted Toto to do hmm. that song. Wow, the writer. Interesting. So Kenny Loggins didn't write Danger Zone, so they wanted Toto to do it. Uh, the band Toto was originally intended to perform the track, but legal conflicts between the producers of Top Gun and the band's lawyers prevented this. According to Steve Lukather uh, from Toto, when the band sent their version of the producers, uh, they were told that only Joseph Williams' vocals would be used, which the band deemed unacceptable and pulled out. Bummer. You know what's wild? Tom Whitlock is one of the writers at Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, so says right. really? Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Kenny Loggins realized that it was Jefferson Starship that was the first act to be offered the track, but the band pulled out of the project. Hmm. Dang. So it and, went from Jefferson Starship to Toto to eventually the version and, we and, know of Kenny Loggins. And Lukather is like the king of all kings with guitar. God, it's, it's so, so crazy good. that some guy in a suit, some guy in a suit sitting in a corporate office with a fax sit, machine, yeah, with a fax machine could <laughs> screw it up. Could either screw it up or I don't know make make, make Kenny make Loggins' history. career. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I often wonder if how Messina feels, because I'm like, right, oh, with, Loggins right and when Loggins and Messina broke up, Kenny Loggins fell ass first into a pile of soundtrack money. Mm. I mean, he did. That guy's crushing soundtrack money. He's cashing checks still off Caddyshack. He's cashing Footloose. checks off Footloose, Top Gun. You kidding me? Jim Messina did all right though, not as well, but like I don't know. Let me look up their yeah. Network. Before Kenny Loggins was what you know as Kenny Loggins, it was Loggins and Messina. Mm -hmm. and they had a couple. They had a couple hits. They had a couple hits. Jim Messina worth $4 million. Hey, they're right. Kenny, Kenny Loggins, Loggins worth $400 million. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did all Let's right. see oh. the disparity of yeah, wealth. Here we go. Those, those are guesses from the internet, though. $16 million. He, he could have far more or far less. Let's just say they'd be on different episodes of House Hunters. That's all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Oh, Jim Messina was in Poco and Buffalo Springfield. Didn't know. He did all uh, right. Wow. He did all right. Good All job, right, so Jim. Rafe, who was your? I mean, so you started in comedy. You were a late bloomer in comedy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't start comedy until I was thirty-three. So you're thirty-three, and up until then, you were well. You were, we know we know you were in the army. 
what other kind of odd jobs? Oh, man. You name it, dude. I was, Did you kind of drift from job to job? Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff. I was, uh, you know, I was a bartender for a long time. That was probably my main source of income while I was going to school. But, I mean, dude, I've done. I've hung drywall. I was a trash man for one day. I was a roofer for maybe two days. I've done, uh, I, I was like the guy, I used to trim trees around power lines. <laughs> I was like a, I had a lot of blue collar friends where I was the fill-in guy. If yeah. somebody yeah. called off, they'd be like, come help me do this odd job, you know? So yeah. I did a lot of that kind of stuff. And We need a burly guy that we think could probably lift something over. Exactly. That's all it ever yeah. was, dude. As even when I worked in the hospital, I was in, I worked in the OR when I first got out of the army. I worked there for a few years. Uh, and most of my days was honestly like, because I was a big dude in the hospital, mm -hmm. my, I had a little phone and it would ring and they'd be like, if there was a big patient that needed moving. Yeah. You were the guy. I was yeah. the muscle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, bring in the muscle. And then, uh, but you were always a comedy fan. Oh yeah. Like, I did have you a listen letter. to comedy albums when you were, when you were coming up, growing up? Yeah. I have a letter. You know, when you're in third grade, did you guys ever have like a, at the beginning of the year, your teacher would make you write like what you wanted to be when you grew up mm -hmm. and then you'd open it at the end of the year to see if you'd changed your mind. I wrote a third grade. I wrote a letter that said comedian, hmm. and that was that's never really changed. It just didn't seem that's not a career. You, you can't major in comedy. But if you're in third grade, so who was the comedian you wanted to be? Who made you want to write that down? Well, George Carlin and Richard Pryor, as cliche as that sounds, I used to watch them on like HBO at my friend's house that had HBO. I would remember, I remember like being at a sleepover. Everybody else was asleep. And I was, I, some of Carlin's jokes were going over. My, I remember Dice Clay came on and I knew, I liked Dice because it was a kid hearing naughty words he wasn't supposed mm -hmm. to hear. But then Carlin came on after jamming in New York, I'll never forget. And like, I felt like he was talking to me. And everybody when, else was asleep. So I would like stay up and just like geek out by myself. On when comedy. did Dice do the uh, MTV Awards thing where they threw, you know, where he did all the limericks or the nursery rhymes? And Thanks. then it was, was that 91? <sighs> right around there, I guess. Band for Life, nineteen eighty-eight or nineteen eighty-nine. So I think for me, like comedy, mm -hmm. and I'd I'd watch HBO. Yeah, and a lot of those jokes went over my head. But I liked the cadence, and I liked yeah. the fact that these people were talking and people were laughing. Mm -hmm. Sam Kennison, yeah, Dice, yep, Carlin. I I felt the power in it. You know, kind of how Moon talked about Garth Brooks. I had a similar. I was like, oh, this is. And Carlin specifically, I remember being like, oh, this is art. This isn't just dirty jokes. This is art. This is guy. This is a guy creating something. And mm -hmm. I, even though I couldn't grasp that concept when I was in like third grade, I still, the nuance was not lost on me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I also used to watch a ton of Carol Burnett. And I would memorize sketches from Carol Burnett and reenact them for my grandma. And my mom and make them laugh. I tell you, as far as comedy goes for me, Saturday Night Live, I mean, when they yeah. used to run yeah. those reruns on Comedy Central. I mean, that's the awakening. You can always tell somebody's age by their favorite SNL cast because it's whoever was on when you were about 13 to 15 years old. Mm -hmm. But even when we look back at our memories and, and like the, the, the people that influence, we're almost looking at it through the filter of what we know now, what yeah. we understand is the world now. And But you're describing, and that Garth Brooks moment for me, was one of those few moments that happens probably half dozen, maybe a dozen times to to children, to, to kids, where all of a sudden it clicks and you go, oh, this is how the world can work. Yeah. You didn't have any understanding of that before. And I remember when I saw that performance, I was like, the only thing I knew music from 
was the choir at church, my dad's barbershop quartet, and some music that the, I would hear on the bus or or from a tape from the neighbor or something oh, yeah. like that. It was just like a recorded, like, this is what music is. And then when I saw live, like, wait a second, he's performing it, and there's rain, and he's adding it, and they're smashing guitars, and he's doing this differently, and I, I was like, I had no idea that that music could work like that or the world could work like that you know i know for me like as far as radio goes you know we always had the radio on in our house or in the car Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was howard stern it was don imus it was uh, i used to wake up to the z morning zoo yeah uh on z100 in new york city you had all of the the icons like before they went syndicated uh you know my parents used to listen to cousin brucey it's crazy with intro records but i thought i always wanted a job in radio? Well, yeah, I, I I wanted to be in radio from when I was young, but I wanted to have a job that was fun. Like, I listened to these guys, and I go, man, this is not like Jimmy's dad who's got to put on a suit and go to work every day or commute, you yeah. know, an hour and a half and be miserable when he comes home. Mm-hmm. These people are just wearing the street clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And going in and having fun and getting paid for it. Getting you know, paid to be themselves. I didn't know how much anybody made. I just knew they were going to a job that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Or at least looked fun. At least looked fun. <laughs> I also... Because uh, you hear a lot of stories about some of these radio guys. You go, wow, it was a miserable was life. All, they hated yeah. it every day. All <laughs> miserable drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah, that's comedy, too. Yeah, it's comedy, too. <laughs> Honestly, I also... I'd be remiss if I didn't at least acknowledge that I grew up in peak in living color era, too. Oh, yeah, that had too. a huge influence on me when I was... I loved SNL, but like Pete, I'm talking original, Jim Carrey. Damon was that Wayans. on after The Simpsons? Yeah. Because yeah. that, that okay. Sunday was block time. on that Sunday block on Fox. Mm-hmm. Right? Married with children. Married to children, Simpsons, and Living Color. Yeah. yeah. That was dope. That's like Fox's fledgling years, too. Oh, yeah. Were those on like in a row? I could have been. I think so. Man. Dude, but you my- know what's crazy is that full circle. Jim Carrey, obviously, before he was Pet Detective, when he was like Fire Marshal Bill and all those great characters from uh, In Living Color, problematic as they may be in today's era, that show crushed in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Um, Then I saw a speech. It's a famous speech, and a lot of people have seen it, of Jim Carrey. Like, later on in my life, he was given a speech at, like, the... Commencement, right? The commencement speech at, like, what it's a school, a weird school in Iowa, but it's, like, a lot of... Uh, transcendental meditation. It's like David Lynchian. It's really yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. And he had part of the speech. He's talked about his dad being an accountant and trying to provide for his family and getting fired and, li- and them having to live in a van. And he said the lesson that he learned from that is that you can fail. He said his dad was funny and could have been a comedian, but he was an accountant because he wanted to take care of his family. And he's like, but that still went belly up. And he's like, so the lesson I learned from that is you can fail doing the safe thing, doing wow. the thing you don't want to do. Yeah. That's so cool. if you're going to fail, fail doing the thing you want to do. And like that clicked in my brain. And that like, that kind of gave me the nudge I needed to get into comedy. That and a good friend. I was also drinking a lot. And I had a good friend come to me and say, oh, hey, Jack man. Daniels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Daniels. <laughs> Jack uh, Daniels. Good no, I'm I had one a night. I had a good friend tell me a hard truth that was like, uh, he came in and I was kind of getting bad to where I was drinking too much. And he said, uh, Dude, I think you could be the funniest guy in the world, and you're going to settle to be the funniest guy in the bar, and that makes me sad for you. Yeah. Wow. And that felt like a, ugh. Yeah, gut punch. <laughs> yeah, and when, you know, you got immediately go into defense where I'm like, whatever, dude, you don't know me. <laughs> you know, thinking of that that Sunday night, Fox, 
That was, yeah, what do they call it? Must-see TV. I forgot what network called something must-see TV. But it was, a, or um, what was it, TGIF on, on ABC? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, must-see TV, awesome I think, too. was NBC. Fridays. Did you guys have those shows as a family where everybody was on the couch? Like we don't we don't have that in our in our house. Yeah, that's gone because that's of, gone. Everything's so accessible now. Because I'll be watching something, uh, the girl will be watching something, the boy will be watching something. That's and why maybe my wife will be sitting next to me. That's why we do family movie night on Fridays. Just to have that, so we can have that. Yeah. What was the last show you guys remember as appointment TV? What was the last show? That like most of your friend group or most of your family, like everybody's like, hey, eight o'clock Thursday nights, boom. Lost, Simpsons, right? Game of Thrones. Simpsons. It's no, no, so Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It still happens. Game of Thrones. Uh, I mean, people are doing it with Ted Lasso these days. No, f- the family. Oh, family. Oh. Oh, I thought he just said appointment TV. Just appointment TV. Oh, where appointment I'm TV. Like, or what about the family? Do you did you watch Game of Thrones the second it came out at eight o'clock on Sunday night on HBO? Or yeah, did you and, just and, put and it on? They were talking just family stuff. And towards the end, I mean, because we were we were uh, one of the catch up cases, but mm-hmm. on the last two seasons or whatever we watched live, yeah, it was like a whole friend group. I mean, the friend groups were having parties in L.A. They they were doing full on Game of Thrones watch parties. We used cool. to have lost watch parties on tour and at home. Show broke my heart. We did. Um, what was another one that we that we did as well? We we did, we did some sort of watch party on 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 tour, and <laughs> these would happen on Wednesdays or Thursdays or whatever. And if there were shows there, uh, signings were, were pushed around like mm. different different Everything times. Everything worked around. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> we we would change uh, the really? time, change the times of. Uh, I mean, not like on people. People weren't standing in line waiting for us to finish Lost. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. So the signing times, or we would go on stage like 15 minutes later or, or <laughs> earlier or something so we could get off uh, stage. To, I, don't know, to I never was into those. Friends? Anybody like was friends ever in appointment TV situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, Seinfeld was. Um, I never really got into the Losts or any of those kind of serial shows like that. Uh, maybe 24. <sighs> mm. like oh. Maybe 24 was one of those shows where we, where we watched it that night. I never watched that. People say that that's still... It dropped, it dropped off after, I think, the fifth season. You're like, ooh, this again? But, I mean, the first few... Oh, oh I mean, uh, I remember being in the studio, and half the band would stop for Dexter. Dexter was appointment TV for a lot of people back yeah. then. Oh, Sopranos. Yeah. I feel like it's mostly HBO shows mm-hmm. now. Wow. Like, when's the last time a network... There was a network television oh, yeah. show? I guess Yellowstone. Succession, I mean, and Tulsa HBO. King. HBO. Succession, you're right. That's that's Succession. Ted Lasso uh, hit last. I'm one. talking three main networks. Shows where you can't curse, you can't show nudity. Maybe Lost. Yeah, probably. Think it was well, Lost. I mean, as far as Walking that, Dead, that type no, of phenomenon. Not. Walking Dead, I. It's yeah, T- yeah. It's what's AMC, the James though? Spader one? Uh, that was uh, Blacklist. Blacklist, mm-hmm. and that that was really good. People until said that was good. Yeah, until it wasn't. Like that was one of those shows where people were watching that night and then the next day talking about it. Yeah, there was a good run there. I mean, Fringe. Um, there was a couple J.J. Abrams ones. Modern Family. I feel like people. Modern Family. Into, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people were into that. Modern Family. But yeah. But now the now there's no family. Everybody. Hey, it's, it's uh, eight o'clock. Everybody's on there. Everybody's got their spot on the couch. Yeah. I, mean, my, I remember that growing my, up. My mom and I used to watch um, Dinosaurs. Remember dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, that t- was on. Today is the, the, today, today is yeah. the uh, anniversary of that premiering back in what ninety two or ninety. Because that was on TGIF. Because we would watch TGIF together. Full um, House was on TGIF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That had Family a crazy, Matters. sad ending. 
Dinosaurs? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. The yeah. meteor oh, go, came. Oh, they go, go extinct. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah, it's awful. That is awful. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> that baby never got to grow lived. up. Never got to grow <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, they died. Not they all know. died. <laughs> that was a good Last show. Last words. It was a good show. But, you know, talking about, um, you know, influencers and everybody's off watching their own, you know, YouTube things. And I know my daughter's a scroller. You know, she'll put on YouTube shorts and just, I'll just hear different things. Mm-hmm. And she'll just. Yeah. <laughs> And listen, I'm guilty of it too. I love YouTube Shorts. YouTube is TV I love YouTube though, for kids. YouTube is the new television. What television was to us, YouTube is to this generation. They don't watch TV. I am not into these prank videos. I tell you what. But which kind, dude? There's a the YouTube pranks. But but it all has its place. There's a phase for it. It's jackass, but for for yeah. for younger kids, and it's it's phasal. My whole thing is. It makes sense. I know it makes sense. Maybe, I've, maybe I'm, I'm <laughs> too old and grumpy and I don't get mm. it. Uh, but I like watching the YouTube pranks that go wrong, where, <laughs> where people get upset. Yeah, yeah. If somebody comes up. the cops are called <laughs> or somebody's, somebody's punched. So there's a video going around right now. This is from a TikToker. Okay. Headline, a TikToker w- was confused and ended up in tears when strangers refused her offer to pay for their groceries. So this woman from England, her name is Amelia Goldsmith, lives in, lives in London. She went to a grocery store with the intention of buying somebody's groceries, saying she'd wanted to, quote, cheer somebody up. Now, obviously, camera's rolling. This is, look at me doing something good. Right. I'm going to put it on TikTok and get all a bunch of clicks. Um, nobody took her up on the offer. <laughs> it, it, she wanted to be, can I pay for your groceries? And No. I, I don't want you paying for my groceries. Uh, she says she was expecting the first person to say, sure, I'll pay for your groceries or I'll allow you to do that. Uh, at first, she wanted to have gone to the store who was checking out. She told him she wanted to pay for his items. He immediately refused. The guy said, there's really no need. And then she added the caption on the video, he looked angry. <laughs> she tried to ask another person who also said no. She said at this point she was feeling, quote, embarrassed and judged. Here, here's uh, some of it. This may be really random, but I'd love to pay for your food shop today. Just because I want to. No, no, no. Honestly, like, I, I, do, I do this thing where I want to do something nice. There's a lot more deserving people in here. Thank you. That was stressful, guys. That was really stressful. I felt really, like, in panic mode. I don't know why, I just felt like I was expecting someone to be, you know, overjoyed and grateful. Okay, and- so she's filming content for herself. Right. And now, and people are not going along with her plan. It's backfiring. So now she's a victim. <laughs> and that's the So content. now she has made herself the victim in this. She feels embarrassed. She feels shame. This is the content now. So, I mean, it's got, how many views has this thing gotten? It's, uh, it's, uh, more than 700,000 times. Exactly. There you go. Success. She's feeling overwhelmed. She doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> so she's the victim now. Listen, people don't want to be a part of whatever you're doing. And that's okay. People don't want a camera stuck in their face. When you go to Schnook's Moon, you're checking out. Do you want a camera snuck, stuck in your face? No. <sighs> I don't know. You're going to pay for my groceries? <laughs> <laughs> Well, she almost sets it up like it, she makes it sound like there's a catch. Like, I think if you're going to pay for somebody's groceries, you don't say anything and you just walk up and you go, I'm paying for the groceries and swipe your credit card. And then people are like, whoa, you know, 
she's like, can I pay for your groceries? And of course, people don't want to burn it, burden anyone. So hey, no. Somebody wants to do that. Just give me 10 minutes. I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab another cart. Yeah, you want to pay? Yeah. And I'm going to fill it up. <laughs> I'll be right back. Well, yeah, people may also think there is a catch. Okay. What am I signing up for? Right. Am I signing up for something? A bath fitter. You got to... <laughs> I appreciate your content. I mean, your generosity. And let me go get another cart. I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to be part of your content. Somebody else said in the comments, hey, idiot, you're in like the richest part of London. Nobody needs this. Like she went to like a really, uh, <laughs> a really, you know, high up, up or upscale right. part of London and tried to do this. Balham is a wealthy area. Um, yeah, lovely gesture, gesture, but you could have gone to a place where people actually need this to film your content. Mm-hmm. That's the world we live in. She's trying to be that guy that does all the nice stuff for people. We've talked about him before on the show where he, like, buys people cars. Oh, Mr. Beast? Yeah. There's always a catch. The billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and he... he he cashed in at the right time, doing good things, getting that sponsorship, mm-hmm. getting the following. Yeah. He's trying to but his was ride his coattails. Yeah, his was about analytics. He's an he's an he's an analyzer. You know, he, he like he figured out what's gonna ring, what's gonna get these videos played more. What's what you know? He's 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 an he's an analytics guy. And I he, also I'm a fan him. of these things backfiring. I love those videos. <laughs> I'll watch those all day. So I mean, you're basically just watching fail videos. Yes. Content yes. creator fail videos. Content creation <laughs> gone wrong. More doom and gloom from Riz. I'm a fan of the more elaborate. Like, did you guys watch the rehearsal, like with Nathan Fielder on HBO? Uh, no. Where he would, like, find people and have them rehearse for big moments. It just, like, folded oh, in on yes, itself. Yes. Where he would, like, build the bar where the guy had to come clean with his trivia group that he lied about having a PhD. Yes. He would walk people through the simulation, and it would just, like, it almost became a simulation within a simulation within a simulation. And he was, like, raising a family with this crazy lady that wanted to have, and he stepped in to be the father. It was, it's wild. And there's a new show. Somebody emailed in about it, too, but I, I, McNew had been sending it to me, this jury duty show. Have you seen it yet? Oh, somebody, somebody asked if we watched that. It's good, man. It's, like, one guy. It's a giant elaborate prank. It's a fake trial. James Marsden, the actor, is in it, playing like a heightened version of himself that he's been called to jury duty. And they got about Kirk Fox is in it. They got a bunch of like improvisers that I know, but is like this are a, not. Is this a scripted show or is this an improv show? It's an improv. It's scripted for everyone in a way they do improv within the script, but it's like they're basically seeing if this guy can flip a jury and will do what's right. So everyone's an actor except for one person. Whoa. Oh, wow. And he thinks he's in a real trial. Doing real, real jury duty. They're filming everything like in the deliberation room to see if you're like, if you'll cave to peer pressure. It's like a cool social experiment whoa. prank. That is cool. But how it's very, they, very funny. How, like, whoa. How do they get, how do they get that? How do they get this? How guy? do they find yeah, the And guy how do they not from... recognize James Marsden? No, I'm, I'm saying like. He did. How, he plays himself. How do they get somebody to sign off on something that they don't know that they can then exploit in this way? Um, and with such like a legal, like like you know like like a law proceeding, like a false law proceeding. Because they probably filmed it, hoping the guy would sign the release after everything was done. Probably offered him a boatload of cash. Oh, okay. So it's it's not a weekly thing that the, that they're going through. 
It's a show. Right, it's, but I'm saying it's all—it's already filmed. They're just—they're—it's just filmed it. and they've chopped it up into episodes. It's uh, kind of oh, like yeah, uh, someone it, described it to me as, you know, the Truman Show meets The Office. Man, that's wild. Because it's kind of like everybody. There's gags definitely built in, like crazy stuff happening in the courtroom, and it's all like. So that's just a long play, well produced. Yeah. Prank show. Yes. Wow. It's the same thing you say you don't like. It's a developed prank. I'm saying, like, I think it's a more nuanced adult prank. Right, right, right. And I'm, and I'm asking, like... Then I say, I don't like? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you say you don't like the, pr- the you know, pranks. I don't like the street pranks that are mean-spirited. Yeah. I, okay. You know, I used to like the show Hidden Camera or Candid Camera. Candid Camera, yeah, yeah. I, I used to like that show, but those were all, like... Silly. Silly stuff. I liked, um, I liked Punked. So, you know what it sounds like? So, there was, um, we talked about this on the show briefly. There was like a uh, a show where they took a guy to the roof and they made it look like they pushed him off. What? Oh, yeah, The Ledge. The Ledge. That was a crazy. That was a yeah. show called The Ledge? Dude, Dude it was a crazy. Dude, that's that's another elaborate. <laughs> that one was wild. They made it seem like they killed a man. And, oh, no, 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 no. Well, I think the setup was like, would you kill this guy? Is the same thing. As, oh my as, god! As, as this Dang. court thing, but right, right? Didn't they have the guy yeah. go up to the roof and like push well, him off? Well, that's a little more mean spirited than the court thing, but yes, Wait, similar what thing. Was, you, what you're was, right. I think they basically found out that one of these ten contestants is, is willing, willing to, to murder, murder somebody. somebody. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're like just give him a right. yeah, and or if they didn't do it, the the manager of the hotel like shoved him off, and then they tried to get him to cover up the crime, making him think they were going to be like culpable. Oh, my God. To see God. if they'd come Jeez. clean or if they would, like, hide. And it was, like, crazy stuff. Like, the body was in. They had to help hide the body. It yeah. was crazy, man. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that's right, because they were, they were like, wheeling that, All right, like, see, I find that interesting. Thing. That one was wild, dude. That one I seems see, I find mean. that. Yes, it is mean, but I find, don't you find it's that interesting? It's psychologically interesting. That was, like, a social experiment. Right. Of, like, do regular people have this in them to, like, cover up crime? Self-preservation. Okay, so that's that. I that I find quite interesting because it is a, a, a psychological right. social experiment, as opposed to some schmuck. But they didn't do it on taking their iPhone. Everyday people. These are folks that are willing to be on TV. Okay, no, no, no. This is called right? the push. The push. The push. That's what it was. Oh man. Yeah, the so push. If, if you're doing this with regular people, I wonder if it's a the different ledge. outcome. If they have no clue. Reality well, show. I trademarked the ledge because I feel like I'm going to come Where? up with this. What is that on? <laughs> I, mean, I want to watch this. It was on Netflix. It talked a lot about ethical, you know, like just the the ethics of of these TV shows and how far they're going. Um, let's see. It's poised to take a shameless impulse to the next level. The push. A reality show designed to manipulate people into committing murder. Yes, you read that correctly. The very best thing I can say about this show is that no one commits real murder. And then we haven't reached the running man levels of depravity yet. But Darren Brown, who bills himself as a psychological illusionist, uh, does the push, which plunges a seemingly unaware contestant into an elaborately constructed scenario involving 70 actors, one devised specifically to encourage him to push an old man off a building. I remember watching this. It well, was, so I wonder, is it still on? Is, I wonder if it's still on Netflix or they pulled it. I'm going to say this probably didn't have a big shelf life because... Wow, how interesting. Again, it really draws into some of the ethics. Yeah, because there was a point where reality shows were going to a crazy, like a crazy place, and the reins were kind of pulled back. I think it was like Fear Factor. Yeah. Fear Factor, uh, the first run before it went off the air, and I know they brought it back, 
Um, I even think I heard Joe Rogan talk about it. Like there was a there was a thing that had to like drink like donkey um, batter, like donkey baby batter. Ew. And even he was like, "This is probably the end of this. This is the end. <laughs> this is the end of this show." Like Ugh. we've gone, we've gone here. It it was like a giant like container of it, right? A vat. Where they had like one of the things they had to do was drink that. Or remember like Joe Millionaire? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that show was awesome. That, Joe Millionaire, yeah, where was... they duped the women into thinking the guy was a millionaire. I yeah. just I, I just remember, about that. I just remember thinking how how fun late night TV hosts had with that guy. They made fun of that guy. I did an event. Every I, his name was week. Joe Marriott. I remember doing a gig with him. I still do the uh, Jay, Jay Leno was was uh, was talking about him and saying and he was doing air quotes and he would do it with eight fingers instead of the four. He would do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that was just the funniest thing. Shredding this guy week in week out because of uh, his behavior on that on that show. That was a ridiculous ridiculous show. Here is the uh, the trailer for this. This push show, by the way. And it looks like it is still available. Wow, I think I gotta watch that. But it's an illusionist guy, and look, they, they like convince these people to to take a dead body and hide it or get rid of this dude and, and push somebody off the ledge. Yeah. And huh. a couple of them go pretty far. There was also a show, and I forgot the name of it, and if you want to look this up, there was a show, and I was riveted by this. There were all these contestants that were vying for a job, this, like, really high-paying job. Mm -hmm. And they had to perform a series of tasks, and the, quote-unquote, CEO of the company would eliminate the contestant they didn't like until they whittled it down to whoever was at the end got to be part of this organization and have a big salary. It wound up being the boss was a monkey spinning a wheel. Hmm. Uh, You talk about The Apprentice? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no. It was apprentice-like. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being duped into something like this? I'm just reading more about this guy. They did really convince somebody that he had killed somebody. I think about this all the time. And then they're like, oh, hey, hey, you're going to be on TV <laughs> instead. The away. <laughs> you're going to be on Netflix. <laughs> you thought you murdered somebody for two hours. <laughs> Where do I sign? But you're going to be on Netflix. Where do I sign? I'm going to be famous. Can you imagine doing that to somebody? Well, I always think, like, anytime I'm out in public, I'm like, there has to be some fake setup happening. Like, you have to walk into that at some point in your life. Like, whether it's somebody filming you for their YouTube channel or something like this, it's more predictable. Would there be a reality show that you would go on? Would you do The Amazing Race? I would. I would do The Amazing Race. Which one is that? Is that's, that a, is that a marathon? No, that's uh, where you travel the world, and it's essentially you got to like find clues to get to the next event, and you can win, you know, a ton of money oh, at the end. Cool. Yeah, that yeah I, I met awesome. a radio guy that did that show. Is that the one where you do it like with your your husband yeah, or wife? Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, do it with anybody you want. Oh man, that's sometimes sounds, it's couples. It's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yeah, like I mean, yeah, come you on. travel the world. I mean, that's a cool show. What kid that grew up with those types of games in the eighties wouldn't do that show? I right. wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't want to do. Survivor. That does not seem fun. Somebody emailed in that that was appointment TV. The reality TV kind of became the last appointment TV before it all went away. Survivor. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Original Survivor, dude. Who was eliminated? People were on it because it'd be spoiled. It gets spoiled on the internet, so you had to watch. Dude, everybody's saying this jury duty is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the first episode. It's very funny. I would want to do Naked and Afraid. 
just no. going to be my thing. No, that's just no. that is what I am when I'm naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so is everybody around you. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do any reality shows where there's a pen- potential of me getting hurt or getting eaten by dude. You know, big wolves or something. Yeah. <laughs> to backtrack a little, another. Did you guys watch Eric Andre's movie? Yes. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that, that was a was cool because he built pranks into a plot. It's so good. Of him trying to get his ex-high school girlfriend back. Yeah. And <laughs> it was like the next level of what Nathan Fielder is doing because he found a way to, like, make these pranks have some connective tissue and, like, tell a story with them. And it was wild, dude. He did some wild. Eric Andre is insane. He so is. Yeah. I do like that But it had still. a sweet ending to it. It did. And I think and I that, never like, saw it. I like stuff like that in the hands of the professionals. I'm with you on some of the street prank stuff. I'm like, ah, you're just, for one thing, you're taking your life in your own hands a lot of the time. A lot of those things go wrong. Yeah. And show me those videos. It's never like the candid. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. It's never the candid camera stuff where it's like everyone's in on it and it's like uh, somebody pushing a bride into the pond. Yeah. It's not mean-spirited. Yeah. It's like, or... Everyone's an actor. Like, the, whoever's getting the mean thing done to them is an actor who knows what's happening. Hmm. As as opposed to just, like, somebody walking out of a Target. Uh, maybe more recently, Mandalorian. Maybe the first season of Mandalorian yeah, was, oh, yeah. was must-see. Right. Yeah. Right. I remember I was watching that when it came out every, what, Wednesday? I feel like streamers have it. I just don't feel like network TV has it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody's, nobody's gathering around the TV to watch the new Night Court, even though it's good. It's good. It is good. It's good. Because somebody's emailed that in and said there's no family TV on anymore. That's why no one does it. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. There's still some family-friendly shows. Night Court's family-friendly. There's maybe not as many. Wait, Night Court's on network TV? Oh, yeah. It's uh, NBC. NBC. Original. Oh, okay. That- that's with the, the girl from Big Bang Theory. Right, right, right. I, I, yeah, I forget. See, I don't... I don't, I don't I just don't track with what's on, on network TV. Cause <laughs> and John Larroquette, man, with the big beard. Because of the Hulu stuff. Yeah, he was great. I saw that first episode, and I was like, wow, that was surprisingly wonderful. It was great. All right, before we move on, uh, this is a a big question here that uh, I think we need discussing. Is your thumb a finger? Yeah. Yes. It's a digit. A phalange. Is your thumb a finger? Um... I don't know because doesn't that isn't hey hold having, up a finger and if you hold up a thumb you go no that's if it ha- isn't thumb. having an opposable thumb what separates us from other animals that have phalanges? But is your thumb a finger? Hey hold hold up one finger and you put your thumbs up You're like that that doesn't feel that as doesn't right. feel right yeah that doesn't feel right hmm. so is your thumb a finger? I mean I it is yeah. but it's not the finger you know. No, when you say hold up the finger, you're you're chugging up the middle finger. Right. You got a long thumb, by the way. Me? Is this a long thumb? I don't know. Does it just go straight up like that? Yeah, I don't have a. I don't Does have it a. It just goes straight up. That's like so weird, a, dude. You got like the Facebook. You have no up. curve. No. Yeah, dude. You're. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Like you have. Yeah, a, that's one of those. You have a very uh, hairy cartoon-looking hand there. Hey, put your pinkies together like this, and do they split off or are they straight? No, straight. I broke mine. You guys aren't witches. Yeah. No, remember that. The, remember when you learned about genetics? Uh huh. You know, recessive and uh, dominant genes, mm-hmm. and different traits and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your thumb, <laughs> dude. The thumb is one of those. Yours looks like it's in a splint. 
I mean, this is this is not the hitchhiker. Is this the hitchhiker's thumb, or you guys got the hitchhiker's thumb, the one that curves back? This thing. I think this is getting me more hitchhike. Like I'm going places with this thumb. You know? I'm going nowhere. No. My thumb is straight up. I got a straight thumb. My yeah. hands are Weird, so right? big. My thumb is like most people's big toe. Your thumb looks like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, I got a straight thumb. Yeah, that's wild. I that, can't. That looks like you got a single bone. You got no knuckles there. Yeah. That's kind of nerdy of you to have such straight thumbs. I straight thumbs. <laughs> that is nerdy. No, I don't know if that's you. nerdy, but. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, know. Like, <laughs> Scott, you got a straight thumb? It bends a little bit. Bends a little bit. Nothing yeah. like this, though, huh? Johnny no, you v- got little bitty thumbs. Yeah. Johnny Venus, I was I mean, it's, little bitty. What are you talking about? It bends pretty. You good. got like a sharp thumb too. Yes, yeah, it is very, it is very sharp. Yeah, well, Moon's got very feminine hands. It, I do. do you really? I have wonderful nail beds, You're, by the way. You, do you, you? You love to paint pictures that don't exist. You have feminine hands. Why? You have long fingers. You have long. I got piano hands. Gorgeous I don't make them. Woman hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lady hands. Whatever, whatever you want to say. You are wearing the most rings in this room right now, so. With two. <laughs> one on each hand. Well, well that's not true. Well. You just can't see mine. Oh yeah, see, Riz has them too. So what? Your your uh, your finger skin enveloped your your. Uh... Yeah. No, I have fifteen toe rings on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did, man. That plus great. one, plus one other. You got a big old hairy foot, or what do your feet look like? I'm not a hairy guy. Oh. I think it goes back to the inbreeding I talked about yesterday. Oh yes. I don't get facial hair. I got good hair. I got good, you know, I, I got a big, thick, full mane, but not, I have like, look, I'll show you my leg. Ow! Look at that. Oh, Other yeah. than the grayscale that I have from not using lotion, look at that. That's, <laughs> it's weird. I don't have, like for a dude, I'm a very non-hairy, and supposedly I'm Italian, but I don't think that's true. Hmm. I, had very, I, I thought I had very average hair amounts on my feet, but these guys say that I look like a, uh, a hobbit, like I got really, really hairy mm-hmm. feet, yeah. but that's, 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 yeah. that's, that's not true. I have beautiful feet. Do you really? Yes. You get uh, pedicures? Beautiful, hairy or? feet. No, but I should. You should. Yeah. All men should. Yeah. Anybody got like a nasty yellow toenail that we need to talk about? No. Yeah, I told you, beautiful feet. Right, I good. could be a foot model. That's good. Me too. For, no, I'm encouraging him to start an OnlyFans page. For a skier. We should. Hey, yeah, I so have, we start a, a Riz Show OnlyFans I have, I have of like only, our feet. I have OnlyFans worthy feet. And I've been asked for pictures of my feet. I have an OnlyFans. Don't get into my... What is that? It's what? called Working Man's Feet. It's big... Calloused. <laughs> it's a very niche market. It's for people looking for that big side, big toe callus. No, this guy over here's got like he can't be on sellable feet. Not, yeah, not on nice. working man's feet. Mine are nice. They're yeah. a little. They're a little ski like. They're very narrow and long. Hmm. Uh, you feminine all hands and uh, gorgeous feet. That's right. <laughs> make let's, a lot of money let's on keep this it show. Going. And I'm six two. Now we're lying. <laughs> oh, is that a fact? Now we're We've just been catfish. Nobody <laughs> believes that. Yeah. Moon. <laughs> No, I'm a hairy Italian person. I'm hairy everywhere. Yeah. Good for you. So you have more or less hair on your feet than I do. Because I've never seen your feet. You've seen my feet. Get your feet out. Let's take a look at them. Oh, man. Just do it. (laughs) We're getting to know know each other on this show this week. Like if I have long toenails. I'll get my foot out, too, just to be equal rights. Look at that. Look at that. That's a a beautiful foot right there. We're taking our feet out right now? Your feet are, you have little narrow toes. Like your your feet, your toes are. Fingers and toes, yeah. Very small compared to your like they're long. Oh, hairy feet. Here's yes, my I foot. told you long, long and narrow. Well, you have tiny feet. Yeah, I have little hobbit feet for sure. Uh, Those are good feet. <laughs> no, no hair though, huh? Look yeah. at these. I do shave the top look, of my toes. These are quite average, and these guys are making me out to seem like 
Frodo. I said you have gorgeous feet. No, no, I'm talking about the hair. You say you're like you're so hairy. Yeah, well, since long... then you must have shaved your feet. Look at these double no. wides. <laughs> yeah, you're not very hairy. No, Told you that got mm -hmm. good feet, man. You got I could a be a strong foot. Ray. I got I a big, know. strong double E. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't have hairy feet. I got a girthy foot. Let's see it. Let's hold it up to the. Hairy feet. You got really normal it. looking oh, feet, Riz. I was expecting feet. hairier. Yeah, no. I'm gonna knock this coffee off. No, it's it's. So that's why you thought I had hair. I have hair. Take a good look, you two. All of our feet are going into the webcam. Everybody put your feet near webcam. <laughs> no, baby, you got to pay for that. I'm not giving that first away for one's free. free. You out of your mind? The first, first one's, one's free. free. Not, not here. Let me get no free samples. I just got Charlie horse in my hamstring. I'm so oh, out of shape. Oh, man. Woo. No almost free put samples. Me in the floor. Tank or drink of water. It's hydration. Oh. You're dehydrated. Oh, my gosh. That's good. We got yeah. good looking feet on this show. That's so a follow me at Hey Hey, the working man's feet at OnlyFans.com. I gotta cut my toenails. I asked Tim, I go, if I started an OnlyFans <laughs> yeah, for did. like something, you know, not like nudity or anything, like would he be down? He's not down. He doesn't want me sharing anything. No. Like we could make some extra money. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've asked the fellows before, like, hey, would you be okay with your wife selling anything. selling their feet? Like no, like, so even though you weren't showing your face. Right. Tim's not down with it? He's not down. I'm not down with it either. Mm. I mean, it's just something that, like, the, the mind F of knowing guys are doing yeah. weird sexual things and punishing themselves to pictures of your wife's feet. I don't know. It's just, to me, Doesn't it's not down good. with it. Yeah. You think it would stay with you? You think it would be in your mind? You think you'd be thinking about it every day? Yeah. You yeah. really do? Yeah. My girl's got only fits. Really? We had a conversation about it. I felt similarly at first where I was like... Not like that. I was just like, I don't think the money is as great as everyone makes it out to be, unless you're like really. Gonna well, go. you only hear about the really success successful ones. Well, it's how far you're willing to go. Yes, but hers, she uses more of like an R-rated comedy. I mean, okay. she does have pictures of her boobies on there. She does, but it's usually funny situations. You know what I mean? Like she'll put her boobies on a baby changing table in a gas station bathroom or something like that, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's mostly... But I know there are guys, like, and girls, Joan. Mm. I mean, she, I just wanted her to admit it. I think that was more important to me. Is like, just admit to me. Because she's like, it's just going to be funny. It's not like people are going to be, like, going on there. And I'm like, yes, they will. <laughs> On, what is OnlyFans? I'm like, it is low-level porn or high-level porn for the most part. I'm not saying you're not going to use it in a different way. But you can't control how the user... The end user is using it. And I'm like, so just acknowledge that people are going to yeah. be looking at your boobs. They are going to be pleasuring themselves. I got to live with that. You can't control it precisely, what, which is why. If Riz really thinks about it, I'm sure people have done it to Riz over the last night. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? it's the, I'm not uh, putting anything out there with the intent of having people do that. Mm. Well, My intent. What Rafe is saying is that some people feel that exact same way with whatever they're doing. Yeah. Listen, so Riz, any, would, would you go through her followers material. to see if any of them look familiar? That's what I mean. To the right person, anybody is anything is Joel. Anything is Joel. Here's I mean, the thing. Come on, I, man. Have, <laughs> I, I, have you not been here on Thursdays? Here's the thing I told my partner when she wanted to do it. I'm like, I don't own you. You do whatever you want. But understand that, like, because everybody in their OnlyFans has this little, like, these pictures are private property of such and such. And, and I'm like, they're all getting ripped off. the. 
Whatever you put on there mm -hmm. will get stolen. It will get put on the internet, and you will lose control of your content. That is a fact. It's already happened. And I'm like, she's like, no, it won't. I'll put this trademark. I'm like, you can't hire a lawyer to sue him. We don't have that kind of, you know how much money that would take? And like, how are you going to track down who put your, who put your photo of your boobs right. in the goo? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just, it's not a plausible. Listen, I know we're all adults. And, and sure. She, I mean, if she really wants to do it and she makes a compelling argument, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to love it. Yeah. It was the same thing when Snapchat came out, and everyone's like, ooh, this is a... <laughs> no consequences. Wrong. Wrong. There's always going to be someone that's better at you than technology that will figure out how to rip your photos. Mm. You'll send a Snapchat. Somebody will figure out how to take a screenshot. They'll take a picture with another phone. Oh, yeah. There's you know, there's rounds. always ways to rip your stuff. So, like, whatever you're sending, you got to live with it. Next time you have a moral dilemma like that, Rez, if you're thinking about it, you're thinking about the, the, the foot thing or one of that kind of stuff, just ask, oh, great wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could consult the wheel. Yeah, and just let the let the wheel, let the wheel. Let the wheel it. decide. Yeah, man. That way you're just at peace. We haven't broken the wheel out in a while. No. A couple of weeks. We we are going to need the wheel later though. All right. Because we do have a, we have a new contest we're going to take out for a spin today. Okay. And we're going to need the great wheel to help out. Oh, great wheel. Oh, great wheel. We summon thee. <laughs> About around eight o'clock. <laughs> wheel in the sky. We summon the. All right, let's uh, let's do this. <laughs> oh, by the way, is your thumb a finger? Uh, somebody polled eight thousand Americans. Uh, Twenty-two percent say thumbs are not fingers; they're just thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. What a, what a lonely existence. <laughs> what do I do if I say put up a finger? You put up your thumb. I am now from here yeah. on out. That's what you put I'm up do. your thumb. I will say if you. Said you're gonna put a finger in my butt. I hope you don't choose the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a little bit of a. Hey, by the way, look up the percentage of people who have straight thumbs. Like that, like. Like, dude, this is straight. straight. It's called a straight thumb. And I believe you guys have hitchhiker's thumbs. Uh, all right, today's Team Riz. Remember, the day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from O'Fallon, Illinois. Matthias Jimbo Gasson is our. Yeah, Matthias. We'll call him Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo from O'Fallon uh, has been a listener since the Riz Show began. Uh, Jimbo has military friends around the U.S. that listens to the podcast, and he sends them Riz Show memorabilia so they could, quote, experience a show, too. That's awesome. Thank you, Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo <laughs> says, as a dude that went out on his own, joined the military as soon as he turned 18, I look for pockets of family where I could get it, and it's awesome to hear from my radio family on my hour drive to and from work. Thanks for being an awesome team. Well, thank you, Jimbo. Jimbo from O'Fallon, Illinois, is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash straight thumb. <laughs> so it is, a recessive, <laughs> it is a recessive trait to have what's known as bendy, the bendy thumb gene, also known as hitchhiker's okay, thumb. Okay, so you guys have the bendy. Yes, so I have, I have joint hypermobility. So this is the, so Probably. straight is the dominant? Straight is the dominant gene or allele. Whoa. And, uh, but it says that it usually comes with <sighs> being awesome. I knew it. Being, I knew it. Being an a hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most people, I hate to give most you the people fact. Have straight thumbs are a holes. <laughs> there I, you listen, go. I gotta own that. It's science. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. can't argue with science, right? That's what I was told. <laughs> 
right, crab on celebrities after the break. Hey, Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. So whatever you drive, your car, your van, your light truck, your SUV, your hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks over at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest price in town guaranteed. And don't miss out on Dobbs savings. Click on GoToDobbs.com now for Dobbs' April deals on the best tire brands and expert auto service and repairs. For nearly 50 years, customers have counted on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including that routine and preventative maintenance. And with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. Check out all of Dobbs' money-saving April deals on tires and auto service and repairs at GoToDobbs.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their bullet sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chesterfield Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest-lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to test all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated. Go to the showroom. See the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios, and more. Free in-home estimates. And all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the Red Show this month, Chestful Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chestful Fence and Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair, and Cole Chesterfield Fence and Deck we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. 
All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Catan, you're listening to the Rizzo. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Hi, welcome back to the Riz Show. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com/slash/riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow1057thepoint.com, or send us that instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. A message here from Michael, and yes, we have been watching this on Fox 2. Uh, I'm sure you guys know about the fire at Three Kings. No. On uh, on Delmar. Um, uh, I haven't been watching it. Yeah, it's been on Fox 2 all morning. Uh, please send some positive energy to the 30-plus employees watching their livelihood burn down oh in front of their God. eyes. Waking up today. That place is awesome, too. That sucks. Yeah, it's, it looks bad. It looks really bad. That's the one where uh, Chris Renier's out front. Oh, I didn't realize that's where he was. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, yesterday we were talking about, I know three of us in this room watched uh, Matthew McConaughey's Art of Living Live event Infomercial, <laughs> eight hour live YouTube event yeah. yeah Well I told you guys that, you know, Moon and I and Scott are friends with Matthew McConaughey Yeah Right mm-hmm. like, Way good, back Good friends Way back Yeah And I guess he, I guess he heard us talking about it and here's uh, Matthew McConaughey sending us a message I want to thank you Riz Shell folks for uh, hanging in there on Monday Watching my giant infomercial. How many of you Riz Show fans out there, all 2.4 million of you, have something to confess? Go ahead and put it in the chat box. Ooh, they're flying by, baby. Let me see. This guy's a douche nozzle. Uh, uh, someone shut this guy up. Uh, okay. uh, this rich guy wants more money. Uh, okay, okay, maybe this was a bad idea. My point is, get out there and confess. Like our good friend Learn over here. She, she, she wants bigger boobs. <laughs> well, I think they're perfect just the way they are. Aww. Just be more selfish, folks. Uh, be like the Riz Show crew who get up at 3 a.m. to entertain, explain, and retrain our brain away from the mundane. Get out there and get what's yours. Be selfish. Be like the Riz Show crew. <laughs> And buy the art of living. <laughs> That's right. Much love. There you go. Thank you, That's Matthew. Really yeah. I, appreciate the I can now say that Matthew McConaughey thinks my boobs are perfect. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Nice guy, huh? So loves sweet. the bongos. Guy, loves Excellent. the bongos. He was shirtless, by the way, when he was I playing would, the bongos. And yes. I just felt like eight hours are too short. Well, for Ma- yeah, for Matthew McConaughey, yeah. I'm more of a, yeah, between 10 and 16 yeah. hour Matthew McConaughey. Well, I was upset he never took his shirt off. I thought it was getting to that. I thought at the end of the eight hours it was coming <laughs> his off. Pants, his pants came off, but not his shirt. I, th- I thought it was, he was, he a couple buttons come undone. They start undone. <laughs> <laughs> they started undone, for sure. All right, today is uh, April the 26th, back in the day, 158 years ago, 1865, Abraham Lincoln's assassin. John Wilkes Booth was killed by federal troops near Port Royal, Virginia, 50 miles south of Washington. The spot where he died is now on U.S. Highway 301. 82 years ago, here's a good trivia question for a trivia night. 1941, what team 
is the first to have an organ used at the stadium. The Cubs. Which organ? Forty. Ah, the actual. Lauren says the Cubs, and she is yes. Really? Was that a guess? It was. She is a big sports fan. Yeah, she's our sports historian. Well, no, she is our organ expert. Hello. I am definitely an organ expert. Uh, 46 years ago, 1977, New York's Studio 54 opens its naughty doors behind that stupid velvet rope. Did you ever go? No. What? Way before my time. But wasn't it still around even when I you were think here? some kind of incarnation of like, hey, we're calling it Studio 54 and let's uh, pretend that it was 1977. When I turn 40, which is in a couple more years, I'm going to have a huge disco party. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. It's going to be Studio 54. I'm all about it, and I will dress up. Will you? Oh, of course I will. Good, because if you're not dressed up, you can't come in. There will be a velvet rope. Yes, there will be a line. There will be fake cocaine everywhere. Yep, I'm all about it. Uh, 37 years ago today, 1986, Arnold Schwarzenegger marries Maria Shriver. They then hire a wonderful nanny and lived happily ever after. <laughs> uh, that same day, 1986, the worst nuclear reactor disaster of the 20th century occurred at the Chernobyl Atomic Power Station. At least 31 Soviets were killed instantly. The land where Chernobyl sits is now completely useless. Also, 37 years ago today, 1980s, uh, 1986, 5150, the first Van Halen record to feature Sammy Hagar, tops the charts for the first of three weeks that it spent at number one. Uh, the album is named after the police code for involuntary psychiatric detention and for Eddie Van Halen's recording studio. Uh, 34 years ago, 1989, Lucille Ball dies at Cedar sinai Medical Center at 77. 28 years ago, 1995, Ice Cube's Friday was released. 12 years ago, 2011, The Voice premieres on NBC. Six years ago, 2017, The Handmaid's Tale premieres on Hulu. Anyway, still watching that? No, yeah, man. it's good, man. Checked Boy, out. I bailed out. Checked out. Too heavy. Too, too much. It's good. I'm, I'm living the Handmaid's Tale. It's fine. <laughs> That's good. Things are great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's that bad for you, huh? Yeah. Uh, and five years ago today in 2018, Bill Cosby found guilty on all three charges of his sexual assault trial. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Melissa McCarthy covers People magazines as the beautiful, the most beautiful person issue. And uh, she said on Good Morning America on Tuesday, she said... I was like, have you called the right person? It's crazy. I love what it says. I mean, I'm 52, and I just like that we're kind of redefining what we want to think is beautiful. It could be strong, could be anything, because I think we're all wrapped up together now. She, uh, She's Ursula, right, in the new uh, Little Mermaid? She is. Huh. She's fantastic. She uh, went to school down in Carbondale at SIU, and I love hearing her. Anytime she's on a podcast or interview, just hearing about her life, as coming up in the comedy scene and how she got her acting chops and just all the yeah. bars she went I to. I love that her husband's, her husband's and everything she's in. I know. She's like, also, so uh, she's Second City. She's a Chicago yeah. improv gal. Do you ever see her, her husband's basically in every, it's, uh, like finding her husband in one of her movies is like an Easter egg. <laughs> yeah, and Bridesmaids, he's the uh, air marshal. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Her uh, Little Mermaid movie is going to be opening up May 26th. 
This seems like a joke, but it's not. Travis Barker of Blink-182 teamed up with the water company Liquid Death for an, an enema kit. The Enema of the State collectible kit is for sale through the company's website. It comes with a can of Liquid Death autographed by Barker and a custom-branded enema bulb. Um, here's the promo for it. Here it is. What's my secret? How did I marry the woman of my dreams? How have I had such a successful career in music? I use Liquid Death mountain water in my ass. Thanks to my new signature Enema the State collectible enema kit, it's real. I've been able to turn my dreams into reality. And now you can too. Enema of the State collectible enema kit is a real enema kit that comes with its own 19.2 ounce can of liquid death mountain water. When used properly, Enema of the State can make you as successful as Travis Barker. I use it, and now I'm the singer in a death metal band called Festering Corpse Puke. I use it, and now I eat people far less often. I use it, and now I'm at the front of the human centipede. <laughs> it goes on. It costs $182. It's a limited edition collectible adult art piece, not intended for actual use, so please don't put it in your ass. Why? You will not be as successful oh. as Travis Barker. Uh, Desmond Child has produced a ton of songs, written a ton of songs uh, that you yeah. know that maybe you don't even realize that Desmond Child wrote. Uh, he did uh, Aeros uh, basically all of Aerosmith's Pump. Yes. Hmm. And Living on a Prayer, he wrote that from Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's done uh, music for Kiss and Meatloaf, Alice Cooper, all sorts of people, Katy Perry. And he's written his uh, memoir called Living on a Prayer, Big Songs, Big Life. That include, and I love, do you read like a lot of memoirs? Oh, yeah. Rock yeah this is super interesting. Love it. Um, that adventure includes his unconventional upbringing in his family, how um, they fled uh, Cuba for Florida in the 1960s, fell into poverty. So you go through his entire life um, and then how he became one of the best songwriters of our time. So again, that's going to be out September 19th. It's called Living on a Prayer, Big Songs. Man, Big that guy's got, what a career that guy's had. Yeah. The songs he's written. Yeah, uh, rattle, rattle some off. There's a whole Wikipedia so page dedicated Joan Jett, to I Hate Myself for Loving You, Bon Jovi's You Give Love a Bad Name, Living on a Prayer, Bad Madison, Born to Be My Baby, Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady, Angel What It Takes, Crazy, uh, Shares We All Sleep Alone, Alice Cooper's Poison, uh, Michael Bolton's How Can We Be Lovers, Ricky Martin's Cup of Life. Wow. And Living La Vida Loca. This guy's got some hits. Yeah. Wheels on the Bus. Nope. Oh, my gosh. I don't see that on the list, but maybe. <laughs> um... You guys fans of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the yeah. original one? Yeah, we just watched it for a movie night. Uh, do you, you like get it? nothing. You like you the Johnny lose. Depp versions? Good day, sir. I do. I, it's I do a, the, the Johnny Depp version's yeah. not bad. No, it's, not bad. it's okay. It's just I like them. I like them both. You can't compare the two. Yeah. I think that's the problem. People say they don't like it because they compare it to the original. Yeah. I think the Tim Burton. I thought it was a very cool Johnny take. Depp yeah. is a standalone. It's kind of dark and weird and very weird. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about Wonka, which is arriving in theaters December 15th, because Hugh Grant is going to be playing an Oompa Loompa. Interesting. Role he was meant to play. He is ready for this. <laughs> Can I say something about beloved remakes? Or, uh, I mean, beloved movies that have remakes. If you are going to judge, or if you're going to sit there and, and compare it, which you're going to do naturally, you should not judge or tell yourself if it's great or not until you've watched it two or three times. The Johnny Depp one, if you watch it two or three times, you finally flushed out. Because the first watch, you are inevitably going to be comparing right. everything, whether you try to or not. You're going to be comparing it. you got to flush all that out and then watch it's it a second or third time to. a few years later to decide if you actually like it as a film. And to appreciate what it is, because it's it is not going to gonna be the right. same. 
what's different, what's right. similar, whatever, but you have to let it live on its own, and you can't do that if you've only seen it once. Well, so this uh, Wonka that is going to be coming out, Timothy Chalamet is going to be playing Willy Wonka, oh, which is cool. really exciting. I, like I think he's guy. excellent. And so they debuted footage at the CinemaCon 2023 in Vegas this week, and uh, Grant's Oompa Loompa is no taller than a knee. You're out. Knee high. And there's the song that he's going to sing that is so catchy that it may never leave your mind, and it does a little jig. So I can't wait. Mm. And when does this come out? <laughs> December 15th. Well, I tell you what, the next movie I'm looking really forward to seeing, that Bo is Afraid movie with Joaquin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I think that comes out soon. I really want to see that movie. Uh, I've heard, I, I, a friend I told you had like a screening, and they said it was a mind, it was awesome, but it, like a real mind trip. Their quote was, "I when I walked out of the theater, I couldn't figure out if I watched the movie or if the movie watched me. Yeah, and that was directed by the guy that did Midsummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hereditary. Oh, boy. That movie heavy, heavy. Ari Aster. Ari Aster, that's it. Jinx. Jinx. You me that coke? movie is so good. Can I go back to Willy Wonka? Because here's what bugs me. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> They're not hiring comedic actors to play the part of Willy Wonka. Mm. They are hiring good-looking Hollywood guys to do it. And that's why there's a disconnect for me. There's no intrinsic... Gene Wilder, there's a PBS blank on blank where he talks about creating that character. And when the director came to him and said, I want you to play Willy Wonka, he's like, I'll do it on one condition. In the opening scene, I want to come out with a cane. And then I want to roll into a somersault and pop up. And he goes, why? And he goes, I won't do the movie unless you let me do that. And he goes, why? And he goes, because from that point forward, the audience won't ever know if Willy Wonka is a liar or telling the truth. Right. And he put so much care into the comedic aspect of, like, creating that weird character. I'm like, go get get Jim Carrey to play Willy Wonka. You know what I mean? Like, get, That's not a, bad get idea. a comedic icon to play the role the way you got Gene Wilder instead of going out and being like, who's the new hot hunk? But Gene Wilder himself said he's not a funny guy. And every interview he would say that I'm not, I'm not a comedian. I don't like comedy. I'm not good at comedy. Like, well, I heard, I heard him say that Willy Wonka. That's objectively he himself, untrue. Though. He said I mean, that he, Willy, yeah, he, he said that Willy Wonka had to be magic. Whoever played it had to be magic. Yeah, and I think yes. you actually made an argument for the opposite because no. you're talking about his care for the character being misunderstood, not a comedy character because it's serious. And if we're talking about something that started in the book, how can you even begin to think that that movie is the origin of it and should be based on the origins of it? Well, and also Tim Burton was obsessed with Johnny Depp, or is. Yeah. So that's why, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, Johnny Depp, very attractive, and I get what you're saying about that, but like, I think that Tim Burton's history with Johnny Depp, he wanted him to play that role for like kind of the edginess of it, like kind of similar to what he did with Edward Scissorhands, but mm-hmm. um, Timothy Chalamet, I, I agree with you, and I think Jim Carrey would be perfect because I love when Jim Carrey is kind of dark too, like movies that he's been in where he's playing, um, what's his face, the comedian Andy. Uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, right. what, and then in Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, whenever he's so dark and not funny all the time. Like, I think he would be a perfect but pick. But still to play able Willy Wonka. to turn on the comedic chops when they yeah. need it. Yeah, but if you're, if you're saying it should be based on a comedian, then, then the Gene Wilder argument goes out. Watch that one again. No. Because, be, yeah, because Wilder's not Dude, doing look a up funny Gene character. Wilder. Name all the Gene Wilder dramatic movies you can think of. I'm I'm not saying he wasn't a great great actor in comedy roles. Uh, clearly, he was. That's yeah, what made him he famous. He played the straight man. But he, but he seriously talks about how he's not he's not a funny man. It's not a natural thing. And that character is not a funny character. I think that's humility on his part. I think he knows that he's funny. Hmm. I know. He's I, I've seen the interviews he where he talks about that. But I'm like, but back to the. If you look at all the Pryor and Wilder, yeah, but back duo to the films, and if you Blade look at. Saddles. 
Blazing Saddles. Mm -hmm. Every movie he's been in, he's hilarious. Young Frankenstein. All his greatest hits are comedies. But did and, uh, So to say he doesn't have comedic chops. I'm not saying he, he doesn't be... have comedic chops. I didn't say that. I said you're, you're talking about having a comedian in, in this role. And if, mm -hmm. you, if you compare the two roles, the Johnny Depp one to the, to the other one, the Johnny Depp one has more comedic aspects to it okay, than, well, the, than the original. Let me ask you this. Do you think Gene Wilder ever fell into the Hollywood hunk category? What, Later why, in life. why are we deflecting to this? I don't Because I, don't I feel it. like that's <laughs> what they You're do. You're comparing the two characters. We're talking about the two characters. I'm saying when they cast. they cast the role, they choose like good looking A list Hollywood guys to play this like weird comedic. Willy Wonka wasn't. So yeah, so like you, pick a quirky actor. That's my point. It's like. I'm I'm defending the Uggos right now, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is Timothy Chalamet? Right, right. That's, what, what, that's what this is now. That's what this is. I, there's he's a in reason. all sorts of indie movies. He's like he's like a, an indie. Was oh, that show. the Fault in Our Stars guy? No, no, no. no, no. He's, the, he's the dude from Dune. He's and in that um, the the Don't Look Up movie. And he's also in that Cannibalism movie. Yeah. I haven't oh. seen that. I do have the. He's in the Army Wonka. Hammer movie too, where they don't call me by my name or call me yes. by your name or whatever. I don't know. He's like an John, Oscar nominated guy. John C. Riley would be the perfect Wonka. He'd be a great Wonka. I would go with John C. Riley. See? Yeah. He's dapper. That would make it really different, though. Timothy Chalamet's in Dune. I it, never saw Dune. it depends on what they're going for, and and who knows. But I would definitely encourage you to watch the Burton one again. I, yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. You guys ready to argue about Indiana Jones? Or uh, here we go, uh, Indiana Jones. And the Diary of Destiny is coming out on June 30th, and the director is talking about the special effects that they used on Harrison Ford for 25 minutes of this film that's coming out. Harrison Ford goes from 79 years old to 35 years old, and they had to they had to go through hours upon hours of footage from his entire Lucasfilm career Didn't to make this happen. Didn't they do that happen. with um, uh, the last Scorsese movie? Yeah, yeah. The Irishman, the Irishman, that where they digitally made everybody younger. It's didn't look weird. great. It didn't look great the whole time either. This is going to be so heavily judged because it's 25 minutes of the movie. Harrison Ford is now 35 again. Whoa. And so director James Mangold, they sifted through, again, hundreds of hours of footage. They went through every movie that he has done and I guess all the, the things that we've never seen and they have been able to digitize him through AI to make him so young again. Uh, so Spielberg is not the director? It's James Mangold for this one. Hmm. So Dan on the instant feedback says, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I saw Bo is Afraid Monday. All I will say is when the movie ended, you could hear throughout the theater at least 30 people say, what the F? <laughs> Great. It will definitely get you talking and thinking. And now a few days later, I still don't know what the hell that movie was about or what I watched. <laughs> a lot of interpretations I've read online are interesting. So those in mind, uh, can't wait to see it again. Very well done. I just wish I could tell you more. I love the show. Three and three point seven out of uh, five stars. Oh my! Thank wow! You. Wow! Three point seven out of five. Anybody? Our, our show, not not the movie. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Did you guys get into Crazy Town when it came out? Uh, no, but you couldn't get away from that stupid butterfly song. Right, and it's got a resurgence, doesn't it? It well. I I, I mean. I thought it did. Uh, like, maybe on, on, TikTok? on TikTok or something. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I thought come, they were my lady, still doing come, well. come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar. You could baby. not get away from that song. Right, Poetry. I loved it. And Poetry. working in, <laughs> and working in radio, I wouldn't call myself a Crazy Town fan, mm -hmm. but it was played pretty much every hour. Oh yeah, I remember listening. Moon, to it didn't you point. have? Wasn't that like the number one song or something last week on something? You, yeah, 
Was it, it like the number one song of the earth? The song of the 2000s. Oh, song of the 2000s. Uh, of the, of the yeah. 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 Which, it was awesome. Didn't we nuts. just talk about the lead singer, Silly Shift? Shifty, Shifty Shell Shock. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. He, he was a, so hot when that song came deal. out. When we went into the Burbank yeah, offices uh, for, for Maverick and Warner Brothers, like they have this really nice atrium area and like whatever they're like really spending millions on, right, is is around us. So you got, who knows? Wh- I don't know if she was on Warner Brothers, but like Whitney Houston, big giant poster, you know, like like 12 foot posters. Yeah. And behind me is Shifty Shell Shock. <laughs> and it just says Shifty. And I was like, what well, is that? Well, it's a poster of, prior- it's the priorities posters. These are right. the priorities. The priorities for, for what for we're the, working. Whatever record band. So we walk in and, and we're like, what, what is that? Who's that? And they're like, oh, that's the singer for, uh, for um, what's Crazy, Crazy Town. Yeah, Crazy Town. We just signed him to a, like a, solo, a huge solo deal. That went nowhere. I don't know if they even put a record out, but man, Warner Brothers put a lot of money no, behind we did. We, we played a song, Starry Eyed Surprise. Starry Eyed Surprise. Was the song. Okay. Wow. Shifty Shell Shock solo. And Warner served it? I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember which, which it, label. Does the song rip? Is it good? It was good. It's so rips. As a girl, like I, I wanted to be the girls in those music videos. They were so cool looking. Oh and, yeah. Like, it was just a whole vibe. Do you know what's funny is uh, I knew the this manager who landed a giant deal around the exact same time this is all happening for a guy named Custom. Remember Custom? Uh yeah. Um, Dude. Dwayne. Dwayne something or other. One of the biggest cash deals, like big big deal, and one single got out there. Yeah, my buddy. Mr. Wolf and Darvis, hey, Mister. Uh, yeah. My buddy Wolf and Darvis worked that record. Dude, that whole record is excellent. And it, and what happened? It just fizzled out. Disappeared. Tons of cash, though. Tons of cash. Oh, heartbreaking amounts of cash. Is Dwayne something or other was his name? Nice dude. Yeah, custom with a K. Right? Void. No, it was a C. Okay. Oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Crazy Town. The bandmates of Crazy Town got into a physical altercation after a show. It was caught on video. Uh, thankfully yeah, for all of us. It. Got some audio. Would of you it. like to play it? Yeah. I don't have it. Hey, where's my who left him? 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 Oh. Steal my money? I don't want to fight. It always you. comes down who to money, doesn't it? Right. You steal you my money. You collected my guarantee. Who gave it to me? He said he gave it to me. Another fight. Kids, come on. So apparently, what you just heard is a uh, singer Shifty Shellshock didn't show up until the end of a concert, leaving Bobby Reeves to handle all the vocals. And he made it known to the office, or the office, the audience that he wasn't very happy about it. After the show ended, Bobby and Shifty went at it. Video, obviously, you heard right there of uh, Shifty on top of Bobby wailing on him. He's also yelling about how Bobby owes him money. And then when they got back to their feet, they continue arguing with Bobby threatening Shifty and his family, including his kids. Then he sucker punches Shifty. And then later on, so that all happens. (laughs) And then later... Bobby posts a video of him showing off his black eyes, uh, saying it's all good, and that he and Shifty are brothers. Okay. Dude, th- th- what's up, everybody? Bobby from Crazy Town, Level, formerly of Edema. I'm in Houston right now. Me and Shifty got in a little scuffle, but it's all good. We're brothers. Bam. There it is. No big deal. Love y'all. All is Love good in Crazy too. Town, Cam. Right, hey. yeah. Thank Yo, God. He was, he was bleeding everywhere, and then he sucker punched him, and then Shifty is on top of him, chainsawing. You know, like the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. chainsawing. And while he's popping him in the skull, he's go, he goes, give me my money. I love you. Give me my money. I love you. If, if you play the video again, like in the in the middle of it, he says that probably three or four times. I and love he, you. And he helps him up, and then and then gets sucker punched. So it's it's a weird. It's so a weird it sounds scene. like Shifty didn't show up for the show until probably the now, end. Now, if you notice, and Bobby's like, you ain't getting paid for this, right? right. If, and if you notice, when you're saying these things, he didn't show up until the end. We're not talking about 10 p.m. Guys, the sun's out. Oh, we're like, we he really didn't show up. So he, he missed like a 1 p.m. show. It was like a festival or something. Mm. Oh. 
His face Oops. looked crazy town. All right. His black eyes. Oh, yeah. His ass kicked. Oh, yeah. He was bleeding everywhere. Yeah. yeah he leaking. Video. Which one? Bobby. Bobby. And that's the first fight Shifty's yeah. ever been in, correct? Like, we've never heard stories about him in the past with this kind of... Yeah, he likes to okay. talk with his hands. That's not the, that's not the original other guy, by the way. The, uh, the real guy, the mm. other guy in Crazy Town died. Oh, really? Oh, goodness. Yeah, going back to custom real quick, I looked him up, and he passed away. No Whoa, way. Did he really? Yeah. It says uh, well, Dwayne Lavoid, 1967 through 2021. No way. Cardiac arrest. <gasps> oh, that's Who sad. is this? Yeah. Uh, there was this group called Custom. It was one guy, and they really, and if he got signed, he was the first signing to this imprint label, and it was supposed to be the next big thing, and it never really it was a good record, too. That Dang. was back in the, what, early 2000s? That was, 90s. yeah, I would say, man, 99, 2000, something around there. Oh, no, no, it got released. Uh, that, okay, the record was called Fast. Fast, yes. Hey, and Mister. It got Yeah, it hey got Mister, released yeah. in 2002. So that's, yeah, that, that makes more sense. Dude is dead? Yeah. Uh, no way. Sucks. Yeah. That song, the Hey Mr. Song, was banned by MTV, by the way. Uh, yeah, the video was questionable. They said it was, uh, the video was pedophilic and offensive to women. Wow. Strange days. Strange days. Strange days. Hey, and finally, uh-huh. uh, on a lighter note, we all watched cartoons in the 90s. Can you guess the top three best cartoons as voted from the 90s from Slash Films? Mm. Best uh, cartoon. SpongeBob SquarePants. That is number one. Outstanding. <laughs> uh, and there's Family, that. Guy. Family Guy. That's number four. Okay, uh, Simpsons. That did not make the top five. South Park. Wait, South I'm Park's sorry. number eight. What, 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 what's this yeah. list again? Best cartoons of the 90s. Best you, cartoons of the 90s. What about so the afternoon is, cartoons like DuckTales and... Uh, this is something that happened to, had to start in the 90s? Yes. Yeah, like Futurama. Okay, that's why Simpsons is not in there. Simpsons is not on there? It's not on there. It's not in the uh, top 15, no. Good call. They did a top 15 list. Then it has to be something that started in the night. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead, Number two. not on the list. Well, oh, Space well, Ghost. list. What's the next story, the then? Get the here. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Well, King of the Hill, then. No. Oh, Get the out travesty. Out this is absurd. This is absurd. Here, I'll give it to you. I'm appalled. Top Animaniacs. Five. Batman the Animated Series at number five. Family Guy at number four. Arthur at number three. Arthur. Get out of here. Animaniacs at number two. Oh, I love the Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Anybody else watch that show? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Pinky in the Brain. Spielberg's best work. And SpongeBob. And that's your crap on celebrities. All right. (laughs) That's absurd. I I am appalled. (laughs) Damn it, Bobby. I am appalled. Damn it, Bobby. Celebrities celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Channing Tatum is 43. so, So hot. Uh, Mia Toretto in the Fast and Furious movies, Jordana Brewster, is 43. Tom Welling, that's Clark Kent on Smellville, and Kane on Lucifer, uh, he is 46. <laughs> did you say Smellville? Smellville. Smellville. <laughs> did I? I think Shoot. Did. Hey, totally this, different show. This guy likes to hang out with his friends, the Rizzuto Show. Jay DeMarcus, that's the uh, Rascal Flats bass player. He's 50, oh, yeah, yeah, 52. Yeah. Melania Trump is 53. Tion Watkins. Oh, T-Boz. T-Boz from TLC. No Scrubs, Creep, Baby, 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 Waterfalls. She is 53. Kevin James is 58. Jet Lee is 60. Roger Taylor from Duran Duran is 63. Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, Gus Fring. That's right. Gus from Breaking Bad. Moff Gideon from The Mandalorian. Uh, Gus is, uh, I'm sorry, Giancarlo Esposito (laughs) is 65. And Carol Burnett, the comedy legend. How old is she? 
I saw this because there's a big special coming out. 80? No. Higher. She's 89. The, she is in the congratulations territory. She's 90? Yeah. 90 years wow. old for oh, Carol right. Burnett. All right, Congratulations. today's porno birthday wish. Not dead yet, so it's... Uh... <laughs> That's okay. We, oh, we, we can sneak dude. him in now. What? Nothing. Somebody just emailed Bill Haters, Willy Wonka, and I'm like, yeah. That's exactly oh, my yeah. point. That, could be, that would be great. That would have yeah, been a great yeah. choice. Yeah, that'd be great. But maybe Timothy is as well. Well, we don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. Oh, remember Heath Ledger is Joker? Oh, nobody wanted yeah, but that's that. That's not a comedic role. I'm just saying, man. Like, you know, comedian? we got to give these people a You're chance. You're right. I'm just, I'm mad. I'm just sticking up for the uggos out there. <laughs> did you, did <laughs> comedians that aren't. "Quote unquote leading men." Mm. Did like, you stop audition? taking our roles? Are comedians not doing okay in movies right now? Did you audition I and not get the job? Fine. Yeah, okay, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I had an audition the day before I signed my contract here. You'd uh, be a great Willy Wonka. Thank you. I look like I eat all the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the factory's empty. <laughs> half, there's like half of an Oompa Loompa's body. Like, are you eating the Oompas? Seven shelves. And we ran like... out of chocolate four years ago. I've been living off Oompa Loompa skin. Just empty shelves and a couple foil wrappers on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Here, this is all yours. <laughs> That's how it ends. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is India Summer. And today's birthday, girl, you want to talk about busy? Oh, Today's birthday girl's been in 1,647 movies. Oh, yes. Wow. That's a, that's a that's lot of work. <laughs> Something's loose. A lot of work. <laughs> so she was in, and there were so many movies to go through. Uh, Adventures of Milf Man 1, America's Next Top Milf, Bang the Boss 1, Brothers Who Love Mothers 1, don't, don't know what this is about. Faceful of Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the guy's name, man. What? I thought it was a gas station mishap. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. Uh, give me that big white ass three. I blackmailed my stepmom. Let's bang the babysitter. And who could forget a role? In 2012's Mama Got a Big Old Butt Two. <laughs> India Summer is 48 years old. Uh, that's your porno birthday. <laughs> Those were crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. Happy All right, birthday, India. Let's uh, let's regroup, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and we'll we'll come back with some of your emails. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. I have like a visual in my head of like Oompa Loompa fried skin, like fried chicken, because of what you said. Oh. Gross. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchester Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? 
Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement to experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. These little guys are tasty. <laughs> emails next. Hey, this is Kevin Nealon, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. And we're talking about uh, cruises the other day. Yeah. A uh, couple has been uh, banned for life from Carnival Cruises because they were fishing off their balcony. Yeah. Which apparently you can't do. That'll get you banned for life. Seems like harsh. Yeah, they don't want anything going overboard. Like, n- nothing's supposed to be thrown into the sea or pulled up from the sea. Pretty serious about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a woman named Mary Jones. Uh, she is suing. She is suing Celebrity Cruises, alleging that the cruise line stored her husband's body in a cooler after he died from a heart attack while at sea. And I think we, we've heard this before, right, Moon? Like, every... Every one of those big ships has a morgue yeah. on board. Right. Yep. I looked it up. They do. So that's true. It is true. Mm-hmm. It is a big freezer. Yeah, they have like a little basket they have that hangs off the back of the ship and just keep the body in there. Yeah, I thought they just drag it behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay safe that way. Yeah, they just tie the body just by the ankles and just drag it behind as as the uh, <laughs> as the ship's sailing. But uh, yeah, I, 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 are you given an option? So if, if a loved one dies... Did they ask you, should we go to the next port? Or, I don't know. I don't know what the procedure is. I bet so, it depends on like where you are. Like if you're in a different country and you're American, you probably have to wait till you get back to the United States, right? So after Robert Jones died on the ship in 2020, the cruise line gave Mary two options. Either have his body removed when the ship stopped in Puerto Rico or have it stored on the ship until it reached Florida six days later. Mm. So... Man, you know, it, it's, I mean, we were talking about uh, last wishes and that kind of stuff. I mean, do they still do the burial at sea? I know the military, like um, uh, the Navy and things, you know, they'll, they'll do the sea burial. Yeah, yeah. What if that was one of your wishes? Like you die in the cruise. And you could just do it for freezies. It just happens to be, I wonder this if just happens to be Uncle Joe's wishes. Do they have a cannon on this cruise? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, hey, we're, we're out in the, so option, the Caribbean, option, so just wrap them and slide them. Option A is, you know, we'll drop you off in Puerto Rico. Option B is we'll store you in the cooler until we get back to Florida. Or option C is we'll just toss you overboard. <laughs> I mean, it's pre- from what I understand, it's pretty common. The, a lot of elderly what? Well, yeah, a lot of old people, yeah. A lot oh, of deaths. Oh, okay. Just That's a lot of natural causes, deaths out to sea. So... They're not. It's a two-week cruise. You die on day three. They're not, and they're in the Bahamas. They're not sailing yeah, back like to the 6, states. Six thousand people on that ship. 
Yeah. What a terrible rest of the trip for the people. That That's what I'm with. thinking too. Does Mary, the wife, still go to the buffet? Does or the she... best. Single and ready to mingle. You know <laughs> oh, what I mean? Man. Easier uh, to get a table. Brutal. Changes oh, your yeah. whole trip. It went from a honeymoon or a anniversary to a gloomy back mood. on my feet. Mm. Get, uh, yeah. get your groove back. Is she participating in the water aerobics? Not today. On the uh, you know, on the on the top deck. That's weird, isn't it? It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, so the ship was six days. Mm. So she's going to be on that cruise for six. She chose to, hey, we'll wait to Florida. Right. So for six days, she's on the ship without the with the husband in the cooler. They got to have some sort of, like, trauma team. Do you know what I mean? They It's so common. that Counselor. It's common enough that they have a morgue. They probably got, like, a contingency plan for, like, okay, spouse dies, family member dies, we've got an onboard grief counselor. I bet they've got, like, and I bet they roll out the red carpet for the family. I bet they, like, give them a private cabin and let them. Yeah. I'm curious to know what the protocol is. Well, so Mary chose wait, and when Florida Funeral Services went to retrieve Robert's body, the husband, it wasn't in the morgue. It was allegedly in a cooler on a different floor than the ship's morgue. So the suit says, and again, she's suing, uh, the cooler in which Mr. Jones's body was found had drinks placed outside of the cooler and was not at temperature which was sufficient nor proper for storing a dead body. The body was in advanced decomposition. Ooh. Oops. Rafe's right. There's a guest care team that is immediately assigned to help the deceased family and friends on a cruise. Oh, wow. Yeah, on a celebrity, when they have Starry, he's their mascot. He comes and <laughs> talks to the family and tries to calm them down. Man. If you're on that team, you go, are you, Mary, are you ready for bingo today? <laughs> maybe maybe let's try some bingo today. According to this sur- uh, survey, according to this uh, stat list here, there's an average of about 200 deaths a year on cruise ships. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, seasickness is no joke. That's almost every day. Wow. That's more than every other day. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure they're prepared, but but this Mary Jones and her family are looking for a million bucks. Most people now, have heart attacks. Real quick, those numbers are not wholly accurate because numerous ships will never disclose information about accidents or anything that they don't. Yeah, know. that's a 200 a year that we know of. Right. Oh, is that like on whenever they're on land somewhere they have to report it? How many people fall off? Well, they said. Well, they, then we'll hear those stories. They said uh, most deaths are ca- caused on cruises by natural causes, but there is a small percentage of them caused by fatal accidents, murders, and suicides. Yeah, there was like Jeez. a real sad one that was like a grandpa playing a game with like a grandchild like, the, over the rail. And yeah, that was recent. Mm-hmm. Can't remember if the kid died. I think the kid died. Into the ocean, right? Yeah. Oh, oh man. man. How'd that guy's. Yeah, the grandpa was holding the daughter on the rail or the granddaughter on the railing and the kid fell. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and they charged, I think, the grandfather oh, yeah. with. Right. Like manslaughter. God. Jeez. That'd be a tough one to come back from, man. I could I could imagine. Yeah. I could imagine. Uh, but somebody was saying this this lawsuit is frivolous. He's dead already. Right. Who cares? Million bucks for what? For what? Huh. Got some more stats. So about 30 million yearly passengers do cruises. So 200 out of 30 million. That's one in 150,000 guests. So that's about three to four deaths per week. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, I want to talk about uh, frivolous lawsuits. Whenever, whenever somebody brings up a frivolous lawsuit, what do they bring up always? The McDonald's coffee cup thing. Which was not a frivolous lawsuit. Which was not lawsuit. a frivolous lawsuit. Like, that is a myth and misconception. And that's one of those I'm sick of hearing. Wait, because it's too hot? Well, so frivolous lawsuits like the McDonald's coffee example. The lady suffered third-degree burns from coffee that spilled on her lap. Okay. Here's how hot the coffee was. Lauren's already upset with you, by the way. She she She's still remembering the, the slander campaign. Her labia fused. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> her labia fused because her coffee was, was too so hot? hot? With the car door. She, wait a minute. So she dumped, or accidentally the coffee went on to her labia and then it fused together? She No, she was handed the coffee through the drive-thru, the drive-thru window. Okay. The lid wasn't on right. All right. And the coffee was so hot. It was it mm. was hotter than coffee should be. Okay. Effing Ronald McDonald's PR team spun it where it was a fr- it was her own fault. Like she soon over spilled coffee. They sp- they spent money to make her look like she was trying to get something from them. Hmm. All she wanted was her medical bills paid for. It it bur- like she got burned down to the bone. Her she, labia fused together. Did she for not God have sakes. underpants mm. on? Like. I've it taken some so scalding hot, hot baths, and my labia did not fuse together. So I, I'm like, to how know. hot? Good how hot know. was that coffee? It was hot. It was hot enough where it changed what they're legally allowed to serve everywhere because wow. it was way too hot. And again, she didn't sue for for millions. She sued just for, for the the medical so, bills yeah. of all the pain. So she wasn't even suing for the pain or any of that kind of stuff. Right. And McDonald's spent tons of money or somebody spin spent it. tons That's of money to spin it against that woman. Right. Different Folgers commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of waking up is your labia fusing up. What? <laughs> that sounds bad, Folgers. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I, I I watched this whole thing on that particular lawsuit. Like, it was so, it was so bad, her burns. Oh. Um, and, and McDonald's spent all this money to make it seem like she took a sip of coffee, it spilled, and she wants millions of dollars. It's a victim, victim-blaming campaign. Yeah, I'm on the side of the lady, you know? I mean... I don't want to have to say it again, Learn. <laughs> I don't, don't want to say it again. Don't say it again. I'm not going to say it again. Don't say it again. <laughs> uh, so so someone, asked, someone asked people to name common misconceptions they're sick of hearing, and... Uh, and the first one applies to something, you know, we just dealt with, like uh, taxes. Like, you can't actually lose money by earning more. You know, a lot of people think that if you hit a new tax bracket, all your income gets taxed at that percentage. But that's not how a progressive tax rate works. You still you still earn more. Or uh, chat, chat GPT is not conscious. It doesn't think, it doesn't feel, it doesn't understand anything, at least not yet. But people are acting like it's God or something. I've not played with it yet. Has anybody in here? Have you messed around with Chad Oh, yeah, GPT? I did a yeah. game. We did a game. Interesting. I fed it. I asked it to write songs in the styles of popular bands to see if people could tell the difference, and it was pretty good. Pretty. The Led Zeppelin one was really good. It was pretty good. It fooled some people. Uh, a common misconception of myth, brown eggs are not healthier than white eggs. <laughs> it's just a different type of chicken, you idiots. <laughs> or how about this one? Not everyone who's autistic is a genius like Rain Man. It's fairly rare. Or that red juice is seeping out of your steak. It's not blood, you dummies. It's water plus a protein called uh, myoglobin. Even rare steak is bloodless. 
now I'm done. Thank you. Now I'm done. Thank you. You feel better? Thank you. I do. Good. I do. The McDonald's thing and the frivolous lawsuit thing drives me drives me crazy. I don't know if that woman's still around. She was old when it happened. Like she may have been her seventies or eighties when hmm. when she uh, when that that lawsuit happened. Oh, but that's a cra- that's a crazy. If she actually went to Starbucks and they spilled an iced coffee on her. <laughs> labia opened right back up. <laughs> okay, so she was handled. Uh, crazy. She was yeah. seventy nine in nineteen ninety two. She did. Um, yeah, her name is Stella Le- Lebeck. Stella! What do you mean she she did? You don't what know mean? that. <laughs> when did it happen? <laughs> Uh, 1992. And so 31 <laughs> years later. Let me do You're the math. still talking about it. Do the math. She did. So the jury found that McDonald's was 80% responsible for the incident. Hmm. Weird percentage. Yeah, hmm. what? 80%. Okay. That's what this says. Like, All right. Yeah. Let's get to uh, some emails. That's right, and your emails are brought to you by Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes. Your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. Um, this one's for Rafe. The Incredible Hulk's original color is gray. Oh, my gray. God, dude. <laughs> Stop emailing me. I'm about to Hulk out, bro. And I'm it, about to turn into the Incredible Wonka. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I can't be more. I do not care. You're not cool. It's not. You're not super. Like, listen to the broadcast. Yes. I've already covered this. The Hulk was gray. <laughs> Congratulate! I'm going to go to just this person's g- house, punch him in concede, the face, and take okay? their ticket. Just away. say, okay, you're right. Just say, you're it. right. The Hulk was gray. Man, you guys can <laughs> congratulate. See you at Comic Con. The email said that, and then just it just had a link to a story that the the headline is yes, the Hulk was originally gray in Marvel Comics, and that was it. Just yeah. be dumb with it. And just, I read the story so- yesterday, and it printed green, and they changed it to green and retconned the whole story. Just but nobody concede. wants to tell uh, that part of the story. Just concede. <laughs> Did they write be better? No. Okay. But I'll get there. There's a few of those too. Uh, the next email, King Scott, after, See? after listening to Rose Gold Gun all weekend and watching Tenacious T, I was inspired to be the 2SG Lee. If you guys need a super fan to make a website, I won't be your guy, but I'll hire somebody if you guys pay me. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> he'll, yeah, nice. he'll, he'll do it if right. we hire him. Somebody. That's awesome. That's right. Morning, right. fellas and lady. Thank you. Morning. Good morning. Uh, morning. So have you guys heard about the show called Jury Duty on Amazon Prime? We were no, talking about, about it earlier. It's the mix between The Office and The Truman Show. Everybody is an actor except for one guy. We talked about it a whole bunch. Um, that was from Tammy. But then the next person has another TV suggestion, suggestion and that is for you, Riz, and says you need to watch Quasi on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Tim's been watching this. This what is, is this? about Quasimodo. It's a Broken Lizard production. So it's, oh, it's a Broken oh, Lizard yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's uh, ridiculous. It's Mel- out already? Melissa says it is a must-see movie. Love the show. Three out of five stars. Yeah, those guys, the Broken Lizard guys, was, uh, they were on uh, Andrew Santino's podcast, Whiskey Ginger. Yeah, we've had three of those guys on. Kevin Heffernan, Steve Lemmy, uh, as Officer Mac. Jay Chandrasekhar. Yes, that's right. Very good. Well done. Thank you. You know how much I practiced I can his name? It. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh! It was because I di- I didn't want to offend him. Sure. So Jay Chandrasekhar is the guy uh, from Super Troopers. Got the, the he's the Indian guy with the mustache. Mm-hmm. And when you see his name written out, like I started sweating. Yeah, <laughs> big time. And I didn't I didn't want to offend him. Yeah. Because I'm sure everywhere he goes, people mispronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Like it drives me crazy when people say my last name is Risotto. Drives me. Nuts. My mom calls you risotto. Tell her. Jill, are you listening? <laughs> Chill. Jill. What time is it? It's 8 o'clock. Yeah, she's Jill. listening now. Yeah. It drives me nuts. 
How was risotto today? I was great, Mom. Thanks. That's not it. That's I got Z's in my name. That's first of all. One At least is, it's a delicious dish. Yeah. And I am a delicious person. Are. Yes. Yeah. She calls Donnie Fandango. <laughs> not as cool. Not as cool. Oh, the best was our old general manager used to call Donnie Danny. Danny. Oh, really? oh yeah. Oh yeah. For a decade. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, oh yeah. dude, up until the last day. Aww. I think, yeah. Oh, hey, Danny. Hey, Danny. I was there a couple times when it happened. And you'd see Donnie just... That's when Weekend Rage started. You would see, <laughs> you would see the life sucked out of him. <laughs> Poor guy. What do I have to do? It's Donnie. Anyway, I just, uh, just so you know, I practiced saying his name. Got it right. All good. Next. The next email. I'm 5'6", and I've dated my fair share of men ranging in height from 5'5 five, five to around 6'4". And I just have to say that all the guys on the shorter end of the spectrum have been much larger on the dong spectrum. Uh, hey. Oh, I know why you picked this email. I did. <laughs> this was, Riz flagged this and said you have to lead it. We have to lead with this. <laughs> the people must know. I don't know if it's something about size relativity or what, but even so, I bet if we stood the guys up in height order, their dong to height ratios would be a classic bell curve. <laughs> Fellas, and always lovely learn, Lisa. Well, it would depend on, you know, the temperature. And hey, a lot you know, of it's factors. a kickstand for you guys. That's good stuff. And a lot of factors that go ah, into this. If only. Uh, next. Uh, morning, everybody. Hello. I'm wondering if you're going to be releasing any new Riz Show hats ever. My hat is well-loved. I wear it every day, and I would love to have a new one. Thanks, guys. Uh, hats. I, you know, we haven't talked about hats in a while. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll have time. A, maybe I'll have a hat conversation with... We, uh, well, we've done a few. We did the special editions with the blues. Yeah. Um, very Those limited. So uh, we did the one that had the, the logo on the side. Yeah, did yeah. it say Rizzuto on the, on the front? It was so, ball yeah. cap. And then we have two, I think, versions of the uh, beanies. Skull, yeah, the skull caps, yeah. Maybe we should do know, a cowboy should, hat. Kind of bucket hat? We should, oh, do one, bucket we, hat. we should do one of those, yeah. uh, we should do one of those like <laughs> beach hats, you know, the big, oh, yeah. the big, uh, straw hat. Raiden. Yeah. Grandma Raiden. lawnmower hats. <laughs> Raiden. <laughs> what are they called? Are those rice, rice paddy hats? So, uh, well, the beach ones are a little bit different. The ones you're talking about have like a point. At the yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> That's the Raiden one. Yeah, yeah, Raiden. Uh, I'm talking it's about the beach ones. Like I got the Quicksilver one. really stand out. That'd be fun to have. I'll, we'll, t- we'll talk hats next promo meeting. Next. Uh, jumping back into the shows real quick. I was listening to Friday's podcast, and you guys mentioned al- uh, getting along with neighbors. Have you heard of a show on A&E called Neighborhood Wars? Mm-mm. These people are so crazy. It's the reason I completely agree with Learn saving 100 dogs over a person from drowning. I love you, you all. Three out of five stars. Angie. Is it, I've, I haven't heard of this. Uh, is it Neighborhood Wars? Neighborhood Wars. I don't know. So it's a, re- a reality so it is a reality show? It takes like viewers it. into the homes and backyards of neighbors across the country with some of the most unexpected and emotionally charged events. You know, with those kind of shows, I, I always take everything with, with a grain. You, you know how scripted those things are, how, how many of those situations are set up. And I'm a fool when it comes to that stuff. I always get fooled. And I go, hey, dude, did you see what... Did you see what? Oh, uh, you know that was really fake, right? Like, oh man! This looks like if Cops was about neighbors. That's what this show is. Hmm. All right, I'll write it down. <laughs> All right, one more moon. Since we have some pet lovers on the show, and we know one would rather save pets instead of humans, I have a huge question. <laughs> Little backstory. Which one? <laughs> We're not going through this again. Little backstory. This is your gray Hulk. <laughs> it is. It really is. I have a three-year-old German Shepherd who unfortunately got into some mouse poisoning. 
had to be rushed to the mm. University of Missouri Emergency oh, Veteran, uh, Veterinarian Hospital. Of course, like most emergency vets, they require half of the quoted price up front and the other half upon completion. Now, that being said, we've had him since he was six weeks old, and to me, he's like part of the family. My significant other seems to think he's just a pet and we should not pay that kind of money. Overall, the entire incident has already cost me $1,500 in 24 hours of being a complete train wreck. What are your thoughts? Am I an a-hole for spending that kind of money, or should I just let life run its course and not have to spend that that money to save the family dog? Four out of five stars. Do better. Podcast weirdo. What? What? I didn't do that. That was an accident. You're not saving new dog? No, I, and my my uh, my thinking on this uh, has shifted uh, over the course of time. <laughs> Go on. Uh, before owning a you know two pets, two dogs, I would be like fifteen hundred bucks. Bye. My thinking now, if you could afford it, yeah, if you could afford it, save the pet. I've, uh, there's been so many friends of mine who, if they don't have the money to. Save the pet, you know. They have other, they have children, other responsibilities and stuff. They start GoFundMe's. I, I always just try to throw money at it because I'm like, that is such a tough decision. Is, uh, is it a matter of you saving the dog and your kid not eating? Is it? There's some questions here. What was wrong with this dog? It ate, it ate mouse poisoning. Oh yeah, oh, mouse, mouse poisoning. My dog did that. He's fine. He's my dog has nine lives. Bo has jumped out of a moving car. He's eating rat poison. He's eats. He'll eat anything, dude. He's eaten twenty six bars of ninety nine percent chocolate, dark chocolate, oh my and God. it they, bro. The vet is the the vet is the last shakedown in America. You go to a veterinarian's office, and they will use. This is the thing I don't like. Yes, I think you should do what you can to save your animal, but there is an algorithm. Depending on the animal's age and how much it's going to cost, you yep. got to do True. the math and say, That's "Is we, this practical?" Yes, to right. do? that was going to be yeah. my my next question. That's is. what we determined last time we've talked about. Because this. I went to the vet and they were like, "That's at this time I was like working at a gas station. It wasn't my fault. An ex girlfriend was making like Christmas gift. I don't know why she did this. She was making like little gift bags and she put chocolate bars in it and then she left the dog home alone and just left them in the mm. bedroom sitting on the floor and he ate all of it. <laughs> this is a puggle." He's 26 pounds. And, dude, he was on crack cocaine. That's what it does to them. It, you remember Christmas story when he's when he, when he has the cat in the box? Yeah. I had him in his pet carrier, dude, and he was like, hey, man, well, you want to write a screenplay together or something, man? I was just like, whoa, dude, he is tweaking. I took him to the vet, and it's just like, they're like, oh, this is going to be $4,000. We're going to keep him for two days and give him, like, charcoal and all this stuff, and he has a 50% survival rate. Wow. And I go, okay, can I make payments? They're like, nah. We want the money now. Money up front. And I was like, I don't have it. I only have $1,000 on a credit card. I was freaking out. And they don't care, dude. The vet is like Paulie from Goodfellas. F you, pay me. Mm. It's the last place that they are just like, and then they use your love against you. They'll be like, or maybe you don't love your dog. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't love, maybe. <laughs> Get out of here. Are they saying that? I mean, they're giving you that attitude like, oh, it's 4000 Oh, maybe you're. Maybe it's not worth that to you. What? Where are you? I have a no, bet that you not, need to be coming. They're to not see. outright saying that. They're not saying it, but they're saying it. Clover. You know? I can't imagine Dr. Leonard oh. where we bring our our dogs. Yeah, Dr. Mike with my cats. He's the best. He saved Clover's life. Uh, she ate an O-ring from our garage when she was a kitten. We'd gotten her. It was probably like a year and a half into having her, and she was acting really weird. Took her in, X-rayed her. She had this plastic O-ring in her intestines, and Dr. Mike's like. 
you have to, we have to get this out. She's going to die. And I'm like, take all the money and get this damn Did you pay up front? I did. I, I, was, like, I was writing the check as I was looking at the x-ray, yeah. crying my eyes out. Can I ask how much? It was about $2,000. Wow. Yeah. And Tim, I got home and he kind of knew, like, even though we're not like made of money or anything at our house, I was like, this cat needs to have this surgery. And he was like, absolutely, babe. Like, you do whatever you need to do. And so, yeah. But okay, that's so, a kitten whoa, whoa, whoa. that has a long life, long runway yeah. ahead of it. Yeah. How exactly. old is this dog? Three uh, years old. So that's a tough one. Yeah. That's so, really tough. So, so Clover has this happen at a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Clover has this happen at 18. Clover has same, it back. Same situation. Same situation. You, you, I mean, you're making the same amount of money if, or, you know, whatever. If they said to me she might not make it through the surgery because she's so old, because that's kind of a, a big decision in it, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, God. Worst day ever. I mean, I would have to go, like, it, I would probably pay the money, to be honest with you. I would be like, I have to have her around. I'm just so nuts. Hmm. Unfortunately. That's when you got to turn it over. That Yeah, that's when Tim has to get involved. I have to yeah. go. I have to not make that decision. And I think you got to think, too, okay, so this cat cost 500 brand new, or I could do, so I can get a new one that has now 18 more years of this yeah. for a lot cheaper. That's okay, the math that. I did. Yeah, he's right. Know. Like, when I, if Bo now is, he's outlived the Puggles lifespan. I don't know what's keeping him, he lives meal to meal. I know what's keeping him alive. He just lives for the next meal, and that's dope. <laughs> he's 15. If that happened today and they're like four grand, I'm like, you know how many puggle puppies I can go buy for four thousand dollars? <laughs> I could make kids happy oh, for man. then the whole neighborhood. He's had a good life, man. He's had a good run. At some point. Yeah. Yeah. There's 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 a math game yeah. to play. And 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 whenever you're there, you gotta make a big decision, man. Don't let anybody guilt you one way or the other, dude. Like it's a tough decision. You don't need somebody else weighing your heart for you. Well, with this chick, I would say, you know, your friends and family probably would want to help support you. Like, I've had friends, again, that do GoFundMes. They're like, we don't have the $4,000 to do this, but we really don't want to lose our dog. And, like, I have no problem supporting that and, like, throwing 20 bucks That's at tough. my friend. Yeah. That's a good idea. I, I hadn't like considered that. The, this was pre-GoFundMe days, but they will shake you down at the vet. Mm. And, you know, they'll do it in a nice way. But, like, yeah, I'm sure they were nice to you because you were writing the check in the radiologist's office. <laughs> I was. I was like, Take but if you'd have been like, can I make payments... Watch well, how I they remember turn we, on you. We had to bring Cat the dog to the ER, the the pet ER. And it's I remember they brought the bill out. Yeah, she got to she had to stay overnight. And I go, woo man, <laughs> woo, no joke, yeah, man, woo. I just paid right. fourteen hundred dollars to get teeth pulled for dental work for my dogs, and like my outside, I had an outside dog growing up who was. Literally the best dog ever. Never went to a vet a day in his life. Lived 17 and a half years. He was like old yeller. He would follow me to school. Get on the bus with me. Aww. He defended me against two neighbor's dogs who tried to attack me. Saved my life. The best. Slept outside in a dog house in the middle of a lightning storm. He smoked palm oil non-filters. <laughs> he was a man's man. A free dog. Love him. Never spent a dime on medical care. <laughs> yeah. And I took both of my inside dogs to the vet and dropped 1400 on dental work. And my outside dog, Black Tech, God rest his soul, is rolling over in his grave. Yeah. And how soft these dogs are. <laughs> dogs, yeah. dogs these days are so soft. Soft. That's our fault. All right. Thank you all for your emails. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. And should we take this new game out for a spin? Yes. I Ooh. can't wait. All right. The game is called Do It, Bitch. Game is called Do It Bitch. Why are you so, looking at me when you say bitch? 
Yeah, that's really rude. <laughs> wow. That's the name of the game. It was noticed. Noted. Pardon me. So we need uh, we need a couple contestants. If you want to play, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Now, Rafe, stop me if I'm explaining this all weird. Okay. I'm going to try to explain this as as, as best I could. Okay. So we're going to get two teams. Uh, it, it's just uh, uh, Rafe, Learn, Scott, and Moon. Mm-hmm. Our names gonna, will be on the big wheel. Our na- The names will be on the great wheel. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll spin the wheel, pick the teams that way. There will be a gambler. Correct. And there will be a guesser. Okay, the guesser will have headphones on so they can't hear what the category is. I will give a category. The gambler will guess how many their teammate We'll get in this, well, guess how many things in this category within 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. That they can name within 10 seconds. They can seconds, name within correct. 10 seconds. The other team will also have an opportunity to say their teammate could get X amount in 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Can outbid. Can outbid, yeah. And if you think the other team could do it or not do it, right, that's how the game works. You say, do it, bitch. Do it, bitch. Yeah, if you think that they have overplayed their hand. Yeah, you say. You say, do it, do bitch. It, bitch. And then you got to do it. And if you don't do it, the other team gets a point. Yeah. And if you lose, you got to eat a nasty jelly bean. Best yes. of three. Best of three. The team that loses has to eat a nasty jelly bean. I think I explained it right. Well, listen, we'll play around and well, it'll be easy. And I remember the jelly beans. Some of them are good. Some of them are good. Some of them are gross. So that's even a gamble. It's a gamble. That's a gamble. It's a gamble on a gamble on a gamble. gamble. Okay, so the game is do it, bitch. And we'll walk you through it. This is the first time we're playing this. I hope I explained this. You did good. Okay. Great. Thank you. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at GoToDobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on GoToDobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, this is Kevin Farley, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Such a nice man. One of my faves. All right, let's take this new game for a spin. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, and today's contest is sponsored by... Walter Noel Flores. Send flowers for Administrative Professionals Day, WKF.com. I think that's today, by the way. Yes, it is. Administrative uh, Professional Day. Administrative Administrative Assistance Assistant Day. Assistant Day. Or Secretary's Day, depending oh, on how. Oh, hey, 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 hey. 2023. Watch your you mouth. What you <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the game is called Do It, Bitch. Thank you for looking down when you said it. Yeah, I can't make eye contact with you <laughs> when I say that. Um, all right, so we, we played this a couple times in the office yeah. uh, yesterday. Try to try to work it out. Again, it's, that was it's, fun in it's the maiden voyage, so there's going to be some kinks here. Maybe so this get off our ass. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I'm hedging my bet that way. 
Okay, so we got four names on the Great Wheel, and these this will determine... Oh, Great Wheel. Oh, Great Wheel. This will determine the two teams. So it's uh, Learn, Moon, Rafe, and King Scott. So we'll team you guys up. You guys on the phone will pick a team. Uh, the team will have a guesser and an answerer. No, a gambler. A gambler and an answerer. Okay, I'll give you guys a category. Uh, you, The gamblers will bet how many of the... Uh, uh, things in that category, the guesser can name in 10 seconds. And you got, stop me if there's any questions. I'm, 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 I'm question. trying to track. I'm trying to track with you here. So what happens if they say, all right, he can, he's going to say five. Moon's going to say five, but he answers seven. Does this, do you still get you it? You win. You win. Okay, okay, okay. You win. So it doesn't have to be dead on. It's off. an over under. Okay. I have a question. Yes. Um, are there topics that have to do with sports? No. Okay. I made sure there are no so, so this, sports topics. So, this, again, this is not a Price is Right thing. If I guess over. No, no, no. You have to guess minimum of. You're basically, this is like spades. You're trying to make your bid. So, like, look at it like this. If if Learn and I are partners and I get a category and I say she can get six and you say Scott can get seven, I can go up and say, well, I think Learn can get eight. You can go as high as you want. But if you don't make your bid... That's our point. And it's best out of three. So you don't want to overbid. Don't overplay your hand. That's because in that's the name of the game. And the punishment is just so people you're gambling with your own taste buds. You know what I mean? Because we got to eat these booger flavor jelly beans or whatever. <gasps> but here's let's, the, let's rip around and, here's and the, see because I I'm, I'm I'm sure I'm going to catch it once I see it. And here's the thing too. What if we? I guess you could always say one and the next person, or you could say two and the next person to say three, right? And then if it's always over that. You're already doing game theory here? You're already, you're already like, playing it? I don't it? know. Yeah. Can we, is there a rule for uh, that? Start shouting that let's out. If we're, if we're teammates. And let me you give you you're overcomplicating it. Let me give you an example. Okay. So let's say Learn and Moon are teamed up right now. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. And up, Brave team? and King what Scott up? are teamed up. Moon is in isolation. King Scott's in isolation. Mm -hmm. Okay. I say the category is superheroes. Okay. So Learn says, I think in 10 seconds, Moon could name four superheroes. Right. I think King Scott could name five. Okay. And you say? I say do it, bitch. Okay, there it is. And that's the challenge has been laid the challenge. down. And then we take Scott out of isolation and see if he can do it. Okay, so then I, I wouldn't do the round. No. no. You're yeah. just challenging. Okay. We're gambling against each other on your skills. I see. Okay, and then so, we'll switch. So, so the real competition is you guys, yes. not the guessers. Well, I, I mean, mean you're, I'm betting on you as a partner. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm. Because we're going to get punished now, together. Now I'm, now now you got I'm it. catching it. And I'm you guys it. on the phone here will pick a team, and it's best two or three. Okay. Okay, let's spin the wheel. Let's find out our teammates. Oh, great now, wheel. We're spinning the great wheel. Wheel. The first name picked will be the gambler. Oh, great. Moon. It's me. Moon's the gambler. All right. Now, your teammate. They call me be, Kenny Rogers. The, the teammate will be the, the guesser. Okay. All right. Spin the wheel. Here's your teammate. Your teammate is going to be. I should have removed my name. Yeah. It's going to be you again. Moon Congrats. again. So Moon is playing with Moon. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Just how Take I like it. Take off the wheel. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Stupid wheel. Me and... Right, Moon and Learn are teammates. Yeah, baby! Yeah. Moon and Learn are teammates. We got this, bro. Yes, we do. All right, now spin the wheel one, one more, more time. spin for who the gambler will Remove be on her, our team. Right? Remove Learn from okay, Moon yeah, Learn. Yeah, yeah, okay. That looks like a cool CD from the 90s now. It does. King Rafe. Rafe King. Rafe is the gambler. All right. All right, I'm the gambler. I'm gambling on Scott. Okay. What can he Let's do? Let's go to the phones here. Uh, okay. 
Hey, Bobby. Hey. All right, Bobby, is it going to be Team Moon and Learn or Team Rafe and King Scott for you? I got to go Rafe and King Scott. Okay, Bobby. Wise choice, Bobby. Yep. Says Rafe and King Scott. Hang on. Uh, Andrew, you are Team Learn and Moon. All right. Okay, I hope everybody <laughs> right gets this. I think once we start playing, it's yeah. really it's a lot easier than it sounds. I promise. Okay, okay so, so I'm the gambler. You are the gambler. We're we are the learn. Learn and King Scott are going going into isolation. Okay. Okay, so they're putting on their isolation headphones. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Give us the thumbs up when your music's playing. I'm listening to Heatwave Boogie Nights. Hang on, it's not playing yet. Oh God, come on. Hey, don't get mad at me. Get Ron mad at Apple 10. Music. Apple Music. Uh, are your uh, Bluetooth on? It is on. Oh, oh what a my God. Oh, disaster. What a disaster. <laughs> the request is timed out. See, this is why nobody should subscribe to these online subscriptions. Here we go. Do you have anything in your phone to listen to? Maybe she just walks I'm out of the room. I'm trying my hardest right now. Send her out of the room. <laughs> Stop going out of the room. <laughs> You're in timeout. All right. Well, there's out. a radio out there. I'll go get her when the okay. time is right. Is your, you on? Yeah. Uh, is you on? Go out of the room with her. I am. Go out of the room with her. We'll just send you out of the room. You're out of here. Please leave. Okay, the category is mixed drinks. Ooh. Mixed drinks. You get first bid because so we'll, you were the first we'll start with gambler moon. chosen. How many mixed drinks could learn name in 10 seconds? You know what? I bet you um, I, have, I have so much faith. <laughs> I have so much faith in her. I'm going to say in 10 seconds, you said. 10 seconds. 10, 10 seconds. seconds. I'm going to say uh, four. Four mixed drinks in 10 seconds. I'll go five. I think Scott can do five. Hmm. You know what? Do it, bitch. Dang. <laughs> get him back. You don't have a lot of faith in Scott. All right, get him hey, this is, don't, don't bring me into this. That's your boy. That's your boy. <laughs> it's not even easier than putting my music to send you guys out. Okay. Okay, so Scott. Yes, sir. Let me down, bro. All right. Just... I'm gonna start the time. Now you guys have to. Oh, hey, you guys have to pay I just, attention. I just looked at Lauren. I said just, and I crossed our fingers. Oh, hey, God. you guys have to pay attention. To see if there's any doubles, because I'll, I'll keep the uh, the time clock. You're darn right. Okay, Scott, you have 10 seconds to name five mixed drinks. Am I start? Oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ! I know. I just just go. It's okay. I win. Ha <laughs> ha. We won, Learn. <laughs> you saw him hit the button. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's a loss. Let's be clear here. Time starts as soon as the category is said to you. Okay. <laughs> That's a loss. Could you have done it? Oh, yeah. Man, I, 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 I yeah. Done Sex so. on the beach. What happened there? That was three. Well, I thought you looked like you were going to do something. I pressed waiting. the button. And, uh, <laughs> he could have gone. He could have gone. Even when he, he didn't say go, even, but that's yeah. fine. Even when yeah. he questioned We'll take it. that L. That's fine. Here. Okay. okay, now, Do, maybe that was my fault. All right, both of you get out of the room again. Oh, my God. Both of you get out of the room. We got a bid again. Get away from Was from that my the fault audio. there or is that King Scott's? I think it was both of our faults. I should have said go. The Scots. Yeah, I don't think he knew what was going the on. The Scots screw it up again. So we're 0-1. We're, improv. we're down? No, it's zero. Oh, yeah, of course not. No, of course. All right. <laughs> I had a okay. win. I had a win. You did. You had an easy one. Jesus. The category is board games. Ooh. Okay, I'll defer to you again for no, first No, no, you go first. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, I think King Scott can do uh, five board games in ten seconds. Uh, Learn can do six. <sighs> I think Scott can do seven. Do it, bitch. Okay, okay here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
I'm putting the pressure on. I'm, I much prefer this. Now, Scott. Yes. Don't let me down, dude. Okay. Hey, oh I'm going to say the category, and then you go. Okay. I went big okay. on you, bro. Hey, don't, do, do you tell him the number, or you just say, no, I'm gonna name tell him this the number. in seven yeah. seconds? I'm going to tell him the number. In 10 seconds. Going. I'm going to tell him the number. Okay. All right. Scott, yep. you ready? Yep. <laughs> I got this. You have 10 seconds to name seven board games. Monopoly, Clue, Twister, uh, Dominion, uh, Dungeons Dragons, Uno, it's Candy Lane, or it shoots candy a ladder. Lane. First of all, First Candy of all, Lane Twister. is not a game, and neither Twister's is Uno. It's not a board game. Yeah. yeah. It's on a board. Yeah. It's a big is board. Is Twister a board game? Yeah, it's a big board. You spin a wheel yeah, spin and you do wheel. something. I, I would it count. It in a box that looks like a board game. But it's game. a board. I would count Twister. Count He's counting it. I would count Twister, but Candy Lane is not Candy, candy Lane. Candy Lane is, is not, not a game. And, and Uno is not candy a board game. That's You're a close, man. Shoots and Ladders would have got it, but it was over time. Moon and Rafe. I'm sorry. Moon and Learn are up one. Now we switch. Yeah, now you switch. So we go out of the room. You you guys go out of the room. (laughs) Good luck, guys. So stupid. Thanks, man. Good luck, guys. Bring it home. Okay. All right. (laughs) Gosh. The category is famous animals. Famous animals. Famous animals. Like its name. Like Lassie. Lassie. Okay. 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 I'm gonna say Rafe can get. No. No. You. I'm sorry. Moon. moon. Got Rafe on the brain. I'm going to say Moon can get four out of ten. Four and ten seconds. Four and ten seconds. Well, I'm going to go, Rafe can easily get five. Do it, bitch. Okay. <laughs> get him in here. <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> I forgot that's what you were supposed to say. Oh, All right, Rafe. Oh, boy. This is good. All right. God dang it. Goldern. Rafe, you have ten seconds to name. Five. You're my boy. Famous animals. Uh, do- Flipper, Lassie, Rin Tin Tin, Nemo, Dumbo. Yeah! All right, so they got one. Hmm. What? What? Oh no! I, 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 when I heard famous animals, I never would have thought characters. But yeah, you thought I, like I guess horse, like, elephant. No, lion. like like yeah, you know, like you know, Mr. Ed, Flipper, Lassie. Yeah. Like those are yeah. all the ones. But Nemo's a cartoon, but. If we're counting it's a famous it. animal. It's a famous animal. It's a fish. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Learning kinks got out of the room. Well done. It's one to one. I didn't think you were going to have it, and then you pew, pulled One them. to one. Yeah, that was a tough one. That was, man. That's I a think hard I one ran out of, I ran out of living animals, <clears throat> and I was like, I got to go into like the Disney world or I'm toast. When you said flipper, I was like, whoa, great answer. That's, that's. Whew. I went deep in the archives. Uh, the next character is, uh, the next category is whew, popular websites. Popular websites. Moon, you bet first. It's awfully, Popular websites. awfully subjective. It is. I'm going with learn here, huh? Does that include like all the apps, like Facebook and all that? Nope. Popular websites. So you won't accept Facebook? You got to accept Facebook. Well, I'll accept Facebook. I'll accept Facebook. Okay. Whatever. All right. I think learn can do um, six. Do it, bitch. Okay. Oh, all right. Just like that. All right. I'm going to go get him. Bring him in. And this is for the win, by the way. Easy win, baby. Easy win. Yeah, On the line here. You, you got this. Point Fest tickets, to serve tickets, Evolution Fest tickets, and $8 gift cards. You got this. We got you, Bobby. It's a lot in 10 seconds. Learn. What? It's on you. Okay. Learn. In 10 seconds, name six popular websites. 
Uh, Pornhub.com, 1057thepoint.com, Google.com, and Amazon.com, and uh, Lululemon.com, and um, oh my gosh. Uh, but thanks for oh, come yeah, on. Yeah, baby. No. <laughs> you disappoint me. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, Scott. <laughs> you guys learn and, and I'll take Moon it. have to eat a jelly bean. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Congratulations to. I, I wasn't even paying attention. How many? Who Bobby. 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 Bobby, congratulations. Oh, yeah. All right, hang on. Sorry, Andrew. Oh, man. You got the oh, worst of the worst oh, there. Dude. What'd you got? Two boogers and a, and a. We don't know if they're boogers. Could be lime. Okay. Statistically, one of you is going to no, go all down. All right, fine. Learn, just eat it. I'm not doing this on the trash can by me. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'll throw up. What is it, Learn? Yo, dude. It doesn't look pleasant. Uh, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Are you booger? stopped up? Do you have? Do you lack taste buds? No, I got them. <laughs> well, what was that? Moon? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, Moon's was not lime. This one tastes like a like a jalapeno without the spice. Oh, I just pulled something. I just pulled something. You know, jalapeno without the Do spice. Do I have COVID right growing? now? What's going on? <laughs> I, underneath, I just pulled the uh, the old. Bridge. I pulled the bridge. Oh, right, let's one more time spin the wheel for teams. That we'll, was, do, uh, we'll do one more uh, round of this. That was rotten egg. Oh, man. Egg. Your face is red, nice. dude. That is making me scared. That wasn't bad. I have a headache. It wasn't bad? It wasn't wow. bad. Good for you. All right. Do we spin new teams or do we keep yeah. going? <laughs> let's spin new teams. Oh. Okay. All right. And the first. Oh, big money. <clears throat> you want to just swap us? The first spin. Oh, no. We're leaving it up to the great wheel. Mm. The first spin is. Moon, oh, oh, once God. again. This is rigged. <laughs> <clears throat> Moon, you you are the gambler once again to begin. Okay. It's going to be Moon and... My teammate is... Yeah, Rafe. And oh. Radio. Oh. All right. Okay. okay. So Moon and Rafe. That means it's Learn and I. That's right. That's yes. exactly right. And the gambler Scott. for your team is... And the gambler to begin <laughs> is... <laughs> the gambler is King, King Scott. Scott. Yeah. King. King. Okay, so oh, let's go gun. So right. Rafe and uh, and uh, learn out of the room. Okay. <sighs> Man, well, I'm the gambler, right? Uh, I'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> what you're on my team? Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your category is right. category is breakfast foods. Breakfast foods. Oh wait, I got to I got to get the uh, the contestants on the phone here. Uh, Jason, Jason, Moon and Rafe, or Learn and King Scott? Moon and Rafe. All right. Hmm. Jason is Moon and Rafe. Okay, hang on. And uh, Morgan, you are Learn and King Scott. Lucky. Okay. Okay, hang on. Okay, breakfast foods. Rafe can do four. Learn can do five. Rafe can do six. Come on, test me. That's six. Test me. Yeah. Test me. Okay, Learn could do seven. Oh, really? Seven breakfast foods. Hmm. <laughs> I would do it, I bitch. Love it. I would do it, bitch. You think so? Oh. You think so? Seven breakfast foods. In 10 seconds. See, I, I have confidence that Rafe can do eight, but I'm going to say do it, bitch. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> All right. So Learn's going to do seven, okay? Bring him in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't influence me. I was going to go. <laughs> hey, Bubba. All right. Learn. You're up. Nice. Oh, great. <laughs> nice. Get the dump button ready. Really I feel like I have an F word somewhere in me. Name seven <laughs> in 10 seconds. Seven breakfast foods. 
pancakes, French toast, uh, cinnamon rolls, donuts, donut holes, um, smoothie, and bananas. Hey! Oh, I was going to go eight, and he influenced me to do, to, to, to do a bitch challenge. Yes, Scott, yes! Donut holes and donuts. <laughs> yeah. Push. I, yeah, I mean, munchkins, munchkins, right. munchkins and donuts and Dunkin' Donuts are two separate things. You're right. You're right. Oh, are they? Learn but they're both donuts. Work. Pancakes. <laughs> yeah, but they're two Flat separate jacks. items. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, see? He's right. Oh, uh, no. You, if he, no, he had those pulled are two that move. separate menu items. What hey, you just said. I'm, Flapjacks is regional. I'm not arguing. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was a smart move on her part. Yeah. yeah. I'm All getting right. credit. Moon. Thank you. King Scott out of the room. Oh, this is big for us. Plus one for King Scott and I. Yep. Okay. Category is languages. I do not want to take oh. a loss today. Languages. Mm. We'll start so with be specific. Like they just have to say foreign languages. Yeah, foreign languages. Like Mandarin. Sure. I think uh, Moon Valjean has got six in him. Six. Okay. Do it, bitch. Dang. Man. Let's go get him. Bring him in. You know he has he has traveled. So. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think you made a mistake. Really? I think she did too. Well? I got faith in my boy. Oh no, I don't oh, yeah. like this. This is, you know what? Just I don't remember, like we this. Remember, we gotta eat a, You I get the strong. We gotta eat a jelly bean Moon. immediately. Yeah, in ten seconds, name six foreign languages: French, Italian, German, uh, Hindi, uh, Swahili, um, Spanish. Uh, Japanese you're and good, Chinese. You're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. You didn't even say pig one. Latin. You're oh, good. Counts. Good job, one man. One. My heart is racing. It's the final round. My heart is racing. I hate this. Final round. Uh, learn and uh, Rafe. Get out. All right. This is close. Okay. By the way, the, the Dungeons and Dragons answers are coming over for his uh, board game. <laughs> it's right. a card game. The category that is, is a tabletop role-playing game. The category is... Video games. Video games. Video games. Moon, start us off. No, no, he starts us off, doesn't okay. he? Yeah. I think Scott, start us off. Learn can easily. <laughs> <laughs> he said easily and then put his head all the way down. <laughs> get four. 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 Yeah, Rafe could get five. <clears throat> I think I shot myself in the foot here. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is for the win. And what do I say now? It's the uh, you can say do it. Oh yeah, do it, do it, bitch. That's what five, five. Rafe has to name five video games. Five video He's, games. He said it. Because hey, don't, don't, Riz, stop it. You're yeah, just the host. They're not in the room yet. You're just the host. They're not in the room yet. Stop influencing this. You're screwing me, pal. Okay, whatever you want to do. Okay, whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how it works. Get them back in here. Let's go. So five. Come on, come on, come on. Are you, are you okay with that? Yeah, that's what he said. He didn't know that was the trigger word. That's what no, he no, no, said. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew it was. I was just okay. in hopes. You got I'm this, in hopes. brother. Oh, this is man, ridiculous. This is for all of it. <laughs> Rafe? Yes. In 10 Lauren, seconds. I apologize. I think I screwed us over. In 10 seconds, name five video games. Adventures of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, Doom, uh, Heavy Barrel, and Pac-Man. Easy. Deep for heavy barrel. That's an old right, you know off-brand Nintendo. Congratulations, Moon and Rave. <laughs> Thank you. Well done. Uh, get it, bean eaters. Uh, okay, I had a, I had a Eat yellow. Eat a jelly bean. Who was our caller? 
congratulations to, uh, to to Jason. Oh, Jason, congrats, brother. That's white. Um, that, that might be dirty, dirty dishwater. Oh, and he, he got the booger again. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That made me there sick. It is. What is that? What was that, Learn? You, you can spit it out. Yeah, yeah, get rid of that. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's good stuff. I huh? can't really tell. Like, it's, uh, it's like if a foot had like a... Like a root, and you dug the root, the foot root out of the ground, and you... A foot root? Get your Scott. It's like sucking on a blade toe a little uh, bit. It's like a yeah. celery root. What was root. that? He got booger. Oh, booger. Oh, God. That is so good. Oh, man. That's Scott, Bobby and Jason are the winners, okay? Hey, listen. Two rounds. I think that's good. We'll work We'll work the kinks out a little better. This game's we'll, a keeper. This, this is game, a lot of This fun. game's a keeper. It's pretty fun. Yeah. We got to take a break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Beans for me today. Bean freak. Hey, this is Clownmas, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, so we took that new game out for a spin. Do it, bitch. That was the name of it. Yes. Uh, let me see. Nick writes in, I get this game is new and all, but it's horribly boring to listen to. Okay. Great. Uh, and then there is uh, some feedback here. Uh, Leanne says, the do it, bitch game is cracking my ass up. Wait, I thought it was boring. It almost seems like there's no pleasing everybody. <laughs> no. Oh. I would uh, like to play it again. I would like to play it again, too. I think first time out, you know, there's going to be some kinks. Yeah. Some, uh, my ears were sweating. Yeah. Well, and you can play at home, you know? Play at home. See if you can do it in 10 seconds. Of course. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do some news. Gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source. Scott, would you say your parents were good drivers or bad drivers? They're very good drivers. Good drivers. Both of them. Moon, your parents, good drivers or bad drivers? I would say my mother is on the good side. My father, as far as skill goes, on the great side. Huh? Now, when I was younger, I do remember a few frightening moments, but maybe that was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was just because I was young and didn't realize uh, the, the trust that I needed to have for my father and his skills. Okay, your parents, good drivers uh, or bad drivers? Jill gets road rage pretty easily, okay. and to be the passenger in her car is quite stressful, but I think she's a good driver. Okay. Rafe, what's the question? Were your parents good drivers or bad drivers? Uh, Pretty good. I remember my mom getting in one fender bender in the parking lot, uh, but for the most part, I don't remember anything bad happening, so I think good. I I do remember my dad won an award for, he worked for uh, the phone company, and he was a driver there, so he won an award for driving flawlessly for 20 years. The very next day, he backed into something. Oh, <laughs> no After way, they had dude. the reception and everything, yes. <laughs> yeah. Failed. Way. My parents were good drivers. My in-laws, terrible drivers. Really? My, my mother-in-law, oh boy, the worst. Hmm. Should not have a license. What, like, what is so bad? <laughs> She'll hit things. Oh, a lot of people shouldn't like, have licenses. Like my, uh, she didn't learn to drive until she was in her 30s. Yeah. Uh, and my father-in-law would always really? buy her basically a, like a tank. So if she hits something. She'll survive. She'll survive. Right. <laughs> she'll survive. <laughs> she'll survive. What she hits she will, no yeah, right. what she hits. And my father-in-law used to drive a uh, New York City taxi. Uh, so he is frightening to be in the car with. Oh, so he's not Fri very good. If you ask him, he's great. If you ask me, I go, oh my God, I'm ha I'm hanging on to the ocean. 
Oh, shoot handle. Yeah. The ocean. All, all the time. The ocean handle. So if somebody cut you off in traffic today, don't blame them. Blame, blame their parents. So according to this, that's probably where they got it from. Somebody asked a 1,000 people about their driving habits and also their parents' driving habits. And if your mom or dad thing, did things like speed or roll through stop signs, there is a much higher chance you do it too. Hmm. So you pick up your driving habits from your parents. Okay. So think about that and apply that now. You know what kids are seeing now? You on your phone. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Great point. That's, that's a very good that's, point. That's the biggest thing that they're going to pick up. So if this is if these are facts, which I believe you only speak facts. Only mm -hmm. facts, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Then they're watching everything, not just your style and what you're running as far as stoplights, but, man, they are watching your phone my use. Dad was, my dad was a notorious speeder, and I was at one point as well. Yeah, my mom, Leadfoot, speed, she used to have a fi two Firebirds. You know, now she's got a little Miata. All right. Two, nice. two Firebirds. No way. Yeah. Yeah. T-Tops. T-Tops. The Miata is a convertible. Yeah, so, so two-thirds of people who admit <laughs> to dangerous driving say they were raised by parents who also had dangerous driving habits. Uh, people in that group were also three times more likely to be pulled over in the last 10 years and three times more likely to have points on their license. Hmm. When's the last time you got a ticket? It, it's been a couple of years. Um, it's been like 10 for me. Uh, it's been uh, about six years, seven I, years. I had a highlighter of a sports car, so. Yeah. I got one there. Mm. And the guy pulled me over and this dude... <laughs> This dude played me, man. Like he had me all he had my hopes up and everything. He yeah. had me on the side of the road. It's not like I was going crazy. I was like seventy something in a sixty. Okay. And it was the one time that I speak, because I'm usually like kind of a grandpa driver. And uh, man, I was I was running and uh and this guy got me and he comes up and was like, Hey, that a Hemi? I was like, Yeah, yeah. Sure is. And he's like, yeah. Oh, you got you got a manual one? I was like, Yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, how many how many horses? You know, we're talking cars yeah, all of a sudden. It's awesome. Talking motors. I was like, Hell yeah, this guy loves this. And he goes, Cool, here's a ticket, have a good day. Uh, Two hundred and eighty bucks. I was like, get what? Wait, I thought, I thought we had something here, sir. On, on the car tip. Now we still we still don't have flying cars. And and you know what? Actually, we still don't have flying cars, and somehow that seems even further away than it did fifty years ago. The concept of flying cars 50 years ago. So, if all right, 50 years ago, you'd say in 2023, definitely flying cars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine that being a thing now. They've got, uh, they have them. I don't know how they're going to implement I'm talking them. mainstream. People no. can't drive right, right, right. now. They have these Throw drones. them in the air? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah you're right. get the hell out the of here. The fact that we're not thinking and talking about them, though, probably means they're right around the corner. You know you know that guy or gal that's always like, I just want to be in a relationship, and they're never in a relationship until they finally get okay with not being in a relationship, and then, mm -hmm. bam, it happens. Yeah. Okay, so, that's what's going to happen. So we don't have flying cars, but there has definitely been innovation when it comes to cars. So think about your car now and compare it to the first car you ever had. Oh, man. What do you what do you consider to be the most important new feature over time? Seat warmer. A seat warmer of everything to say. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying for my own cars. Like I go back to like having a Chevy Cavalier in 1997. You know, crank windows, cloth seats. You stain it once. It's never getting clean again. Yep. Butt cold. Yep. What is what is an important driving innovation? Mm. From your first car to now. The lane, the, the little sensors lane that keep assist? you in your... Lane assist. Lane assist. That's really cool. That's not... That, what you just said, makes me a little uneasy about you being on a road. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's a great feature for emergencies. No, but no. the fact that you're, you, like, no, that no, comes to the top of mind... Oh, road trip? Worries me. Long road trip? Snooze Put that lane assist on? Yeah, you go sleep a little Dude, bit. we were with uh, Tina's parents, Russian Igor, driving his, their Acura... 
And he literally thinks that the brake assist is the brakes. <laughs> oh, like adaptive, adaptive cruise control? The adaptive control. cruise control. We, I was doing all, all these hard stops. I go, Igor, what are you doing, man? He's like, nothing. The car takes care of everything. And I'm like, no, dude, that's not what it's for. It's... He literally hasn't used the brake in like six months. He's just let, he's just trusting the car. No, that's for putting it in cruise control. And he's been in like thirty wrecks. Wow, that's Ooh. putting it in cruise control and it keeping the distance yeah. from the car in front of you while you're going yeah, that's sixty miles. An he hour. thinks it's like a smart car feature or something. Yeah. You know, one of them I would say, and I, honestly, I think you, when you said heat heater or seat heater, God <laughs> darn, I did it again. The seat heater uh, that was a, that's a big one for me, just because uh, you know. And, and just you know, you're saying seat heater. Yeah. Uh, or heated seats. So they did a poll of the 20 most important driving innovations. That was number 20. Okay. Was heated so seats. He, you know, the other the other one I'm thinking about right now, and obviously this wasn't on my mind in the 80s or in the 90s when I was driving cars from the 80s, is the fact that um, we can put devices in as far as like our podcasts and our and our, yeah. uh, and our our music. And the fact that uh, some of these cars, when you get in them, it like it remembers where you were and picks it right back up. Mm -hmm. That is that has been the coolest thing yeah, that I have Bluetooth. that I have been able to in optimize car, in, in my car. Life. Bluetooth was number ten. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I, I would say that has to be top ten. Backup camera, dude. Backup, backup camera, camera yeah, huge. Because yeah. uh, that is a. I still am not. I can't use it. I still go out and look over the seat. Yeah, you're supposed to use you're supposed to use it as a mirror. It's an it's another mirror. Don't only use that. So you're doing the right thing. But it yeah. does help. Like if you're going up that was a, number three. a long driveway, that's got to be one of the new yeah. reverse driving, cameras are number three. What about the parallel parking feature where it does it for you? Wow. Parking sensors. Yeah. Uh, the, the the feature of it doing it. I've never been in one of those cars that actually parks <laughs> it yourself. But parking sensors, like the backup camera that beeps if you're getting yeah. too close. That was number five. Okay. What were you going to say, Scott? I would say driving, you know, I switch out the trucks every week or cars, and sometimes I'm in a giant truck, and I will say having that camera, because you don't, it takes a while to get used to certain distances of your vehicle. It's nice yeah. on that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. I can parallel park a giant truck. Yeah, no imagine we, we can see every corner of our of our cars now. Yeah. And these people out here that I'm still looking at, you all still can't park. Take uh, your license. Take these people's licenses. How about, if you I can't mean, park, you can't drive. We're Get gonna do out a of segment here. where we put him in a parking meter costume and send him out to write yeah. morality yeah. tickets. <laughs> morality tickets. This is these are no, these are real society tickets. Did you see that control by the way was number nine? There was a guy Adaptive cruise control was number nine. That's pretty amazing. I remember yesterday I was staring out this window. Y'all thought I was just like, you know, dreaming. Or, or Yeah, you look like uh, the dude from uh, Gladiator, like the general looking out the window at his kingdom. <laughs> I was. And I was watching some doofus take three minutes to park this thing, and he still couldn't park it. And somebody needed to go down there and take that man's license. I mean, you can't. What are you doing? My children on this road. If you can't get in that spot right there, you shouldn't be on the lanes. What are we <laughs> well, talking about? What? All right. So, so <laughs> important driving innovations over the last couple of years. The number one was multiple airbags. So oh, yeah, that boring. Boring. Man. I mean, thank you, but mine was my number one, which is their number two. Dude, GPS satellite navigation. I still use my phone with the GPS because I have an Acura TLX and I don't like. The in dash GPS. It's a little bit. It's a little Why? behind. I mean, it's. Damn. I don't know. Humble I don't like brag. It. What a flex, bro. Yeah. Hey, Humble brag. I bought the car used, 2017. <laughs> leave me alone. But no, I get my. I like my Apple Maps, and I put my phone up on my dash, and I use that. Oh, self parking was number six, by the way. Power steering was number four. Power steering. Okay. Yeah, it's been around a well, while. Yeah, we had those in the 80s too. Uh, hybrid vehicles are number seven. Uh, mass market electric vehicles were number eight. Although my my buddy, my my uh, I had a middle school, high school buddy. His his uh, his brother was a manager at at one of these um, car dealers, and his first car is at sixteen was a nineteen fifty seven 
Chevy Bel Air. Mm. No power steering. Sweet. Man, it's wild having a 16-year-old drive one of those things. Yeah. That was a that was a different experience altogether. I got in a wreck with a guy in high school. We were going to Waterloo to the movie theater, and so Route Three goes from Columbia to Waterloo, and it was icy out. And this guy Tony had an older car, and my girlfriend and I, we, you know, they have like the bench seats in the front of those old cars. Yeah, no seatbelts. That's what. Yeah, that's what we were rocking. We slid off Route Three, and and we I literally looked out the passenger window and saw the ground. Like we were getting ready to roll, and luckily oh, we man. came back. But I gotta say, like. Getting in an accident with those older cars, you feel like there's a bigger, a stronger shell around. Yeah, you. it's steel. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we're driving around that in in the bench with hardly any seatbelt. I don't think there's seatbelts in the back. And and the thing is, white wall tires. I mean, when you're in driver's ed class and they're showing you these these videos from from the fifties of people crashing, I'm like, oh god, that's Dan's car. Like I was just in that yeah. thing. I feel like it, it was a it was an interesting experience for sure. How about keyless entry? That's oh, cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, the coolest oh. thing now is when you have the keys on you mm-hmm. and the sensor on the doorknob. When you're when you're yeah. grabbing the handle and it yeah. automatically yeah. unlocks it, so yeah. you don't physically awesome. have to hit and the buttons. Start. I feel like James Bond. How about tire pressure, like monitoring? Uh, I feel like that works about fifty percent of the time. But yeah, it's cool. Oh, you mean on the car itself? My wife's yeah, car. I mean, hey, it. like pressure's low. You don't have that on your Jeep? No, I don't think so. Really? No, I, I, don't think so. ca- I thought your Jeep's a, a year old in the mind. The gas station that I go to has the sensor, so it's not not a big deal. But my wife's like, it won't wh- tell you if your tire pressure's low. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you meant. So my wife's tire, when, when you're when you're filling it up, when it gets full, it'll go bump bump. It'll honk at yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's what I thought you were talking. Oh about. no, that's no, even cool. tire pre- like tire oh, pressure. Oh yeah, the low. sensors. Yeah, yeah that's okay, awesome. yeah, you're right, you're right, right. Electric windows. Mm. Uh, wing mirrors to tell you when somebody's in your blind spot. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. My dad still asks for cars with roll-up windows. Why? He's still he'll. Do they even make those? Because of the if he ever they do gets, for him. Like if he's in a <laughs> what if was he sinks. No, he's not he's worried done. about driving in the lakes. You know what he's worried about? He goes, "That's just something else to break." Get out of here! Uh, he's always saying, "Got a car." Yeah. More electronics is something else to break. What it's at the point dad? now. It's going to cost some more to have those than yeah. They have to probably custom build that. My dad drives a pickup truck, and I bet you it has roll-up windows. And I bet you he went out of his way, waited a few extra months, and probably drove 100 extra miles to get a vehicle with roll-up hmm. windows. How about auto-defrosting windshields? Pretty cool. How about headlines, headlights that turn on automatically in the dark? Yeah, that's a big one. That is handy. I don't know. I don't remember the last time I turned my headlights on, like manually. They just come on. And like the smartphone integration, like your Apple Play. Yeah. That's, I mean, guys, we're there. What number was that? That was number 19. I would put that way higher on my list. What was one? Multiple airbags. Boring. Mm, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Safety. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah, but that's not what it's not what you think of first. And what was two? Lap belt. GPS satellite navigation. Three was the reverse camera. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, reverse camera I use I don't look behind me anymore. It's come on. Admit Only it. looking forward. Admit it. Admit it. You use the reverse camera to perfect the parking. I'm not I'm not looking behind me. I'm not looking behind me. Man, you should be using all your mirrors, looking behind you, and then the camera is for. I mean, I'll use my side mirrors, but I have not put my arm around the the passenger seat and turned around. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you did that? I mean, I do it all the time, but I loser. I'm with I'm with Rafe on what? this. Whatever, dude. I'm what with Rafe. The camera is just the assistant, so when you get out, you can go, "Yep," because you know it was a perfect parking job. Camera's good for knowing if it's a tight parallel, how far away from the car behind you you are. Mm-hmm. That's like. The thing that I think it's crude, like that's what's clutch. The, what's the? You're doing the same thing now. You got a camera. 
And you can't see, like, my backup camera shows me if people are walking, like, because the periphery, you can't see that if you look straight Yeah, back, it'll even see. beep now if something's yeah. coming. With the camera thing, it's so funny because the last time I used it, I remember uh, I was sitting in the, the parking garage uh, during that storm and somebody was behind me and somebody was pulling out. And I was like, finally, I get a spot. But I need to give them a little bit of room, so I need to back up. And this guy's like, I don't know, six, seven feet behind me. So I start slowly backing up. And I got the camera so I can see, like Rafe was talking about, I can see exactly where your stupid bumper is. I'm not going to hit you. And I go back and then uh, my, my whole body's just revving up waiting for this guy to honk at me. As if I don't know you're there. We all don't have cameras, man. Come on, dude. I'm not going to hit you. Why do you still look behind you? The car does it for I you. I drive a 96 Jeep Grand Cherokee, bro. Okay, you don't have a backup camera. My back, you know my backup camera? Right here. Right here. Look at that. <laughs> okay, I understand. I, okay, now. Sorry. Yeah, we're elitists in here. Yeah, I know okay? you drive an Acura. Hey. You made it very clear. Damn. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. Who's leading this charge? Used. Okay, I get it. You. Luxury no class. Excuse. Why you look behind you? Why? Why do you look behind you? Because the camera can be deceiving. I'm not going to trust everything on one single angle. You're you're taught to make sure you're you're checking all your mirrors. I mean, check the side mirrors. You got the uh, you got the the back mirror. You're right. There's no reason to turn around anymore. I with you. I'm just making sure nobody's jumping out in front of it. You know, looking at you see you see all these you see all these videos and stuff of people jumping on hoods trying to do lawsuits and all that. I don't know if somebody dude that was me yesterday. I'm pulling out of the I park in the front because I'm an elitist. (gasps) I I park there. There was a ton of cars as I was leaving because it was noon. And this lady, I didn't see her. She, so she, She's in front of my car. She's getting ready to walk in front of my car. I'd been idling there for a second. She starts to go. I started to go. Luckily, she pulled back. And she was like, I'm sorry. Because she, you know, she clearly knew she was walking in front of a live vehicle. Yeah. That, and I could not see her until her little face, like, poked mm. around. So... People running wild. Head, head on a swivel, okay. Riz. <laughs> head on a swivel. Right, that's your news. The pseudo show. They're after, they're after some of that Acura that's money, right. dude. That's right. Yeah. Saw your car and said, oh. oh. Ain't nobody throwing themselves in front of a 96 Cherokee. I can tell you that. They are not. No dollar yeah, This signs. guy's got no money. I actually hit a guy and he was like, it's fine, man. I can see you're not doing well. Oh, no. I know. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, Moon's got Brewing, You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy Birthday, Riz. Yeah, take your shirt off. Blow a horn. Good time. All right, let's do sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Moon, what do you got? The third round of the 2023 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. U.S. Soccer's national championship began in record-breaking fashion as a sellout crowd of 22,423 enjoyed St. Louis City SC's victorious tournament debut. The newest Major League Soccer Division I club, Cruise to a 5-1 win against one of last year's surprise teams, Union Omaha of the USL League One. That is Division Three, in front of the largest crowd to attend a third-round Open Cup match in the modern era. That's from 95 until now of the history-laden competition. AZL Jackson scored twice for City SC and got an emphatic ovation from the crowd when he was subbed out in the 75th minute after just missing a chance to complete the hat trick. Uh, the uh, draw for the round of 32 to determine City SC's next opponent will be held tomorrow. The third round is where Major League Soccer teams, the MLS teams, enter the competition and are matched up against lower division teams. Right. So the uh, U.S. Open Cup is all of the American teams in all the different divisions. So what's the next uh, the next game for them as far as this tournament goes? This tournament, I don't know. The, the, the draw for it is tomorrow. The next match, though, is this coming Saturday. Yes, t- I'm going. And I got a ticket giveaway if you're looking for tickets 
uh, from Together Credit Union on my social media, so check that out there. It is uh, that is against the Portland Timbers, mm -hmm. and I think you're gonna freaking love it. I'm already it, Riz. worried about parking. Honestly, <laughs> I'm already thinking. Like I asked him, I'm like, where do I park? I think you'll be fine. Can you get me a hookup at uh, Together Credit Union? Yeah, uh, perhaps. <laughs> the Cardinals failed to hold a two-run lead in the ninth inning when an error and a walk-off homer brought the San ah, Francisco a Giants Jeez. another win against the Cards. Here's the walk-off. Bad guys won. Man. Yeah, Cardinals had rallied for three runs in the eighth inning to take a lead, and then in the span of a few batters in the ninth, bye, see ya. Cards try again tonight against the Giants on the coast with a local start of 845. All right, I'll find a new one tomorrow morning. Uh, so when the historic news, uh, sports news broke about Aaron Rodgers becoming a new quarterback for the New York Jets, ESPN hosts and guests were thrilled to report it and celebrate it. There is a ridiculous montage because that's all that the sports world was talking about yesterday. All right. We have breaking news right now. Breaking news. Finally, after almost six weeks of running on a treadmill, Bebe, we've got some movement. This was a trade of biblical proportions, which is why it took 40 days and 40 nights. Aaron Rodgers is being traded. The trade is coming down. Broadway Joe Namath is it's over. This is it. It's over. You're talking about a four-time MVP leaving the smallest mark. All right. So huge news in the sports world. Everybody's very excited there because there's something big to talk about. I mean, this is a old guy goes to garbage team. There you go. That's headline. That's it. This is a future. I mean, this is a future Hall of Famer yes. uh, going to uh, another team after however many seasons he was there. So it's a big deal. Jets fans, I'm assuming, are really Jet, excited. Jet fans are happy. Jets seem to be excited because they're going to sell a lot of merch, maybe sell some more tickets, right? Well. They got graded one of the worst trades ever. They're yes. basically saying that the, the, the Packers totally fleeced the Jets and screwed them. Jets did not want to give up a first-round pick in 2024 unless there was a payoff for a great season. So in the end, the two becomes one next year if Rodgers takes only 65% of the snaps this season. So the they gave him a, 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 like a second-round pick, right? Yeah. But it's a first-round pick if Rodgers... Plays 65% of them. Which, guys, that's not even two-thirds of the full campaign. That's only 11.05 games. He can literally nearly miss six games, and the Jets uh. will still owe them a first-round pick in 2024 on top of everything else that they chose. That's so, expensive. Yeah, so they're saying the Jets got screwed here. Best-case scenario, I mean, I guess best-case scenario, he takes them to a Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, they're saying... A plus for the uh, for the Packers, yeah. D minus for the Jets on that one. I'm Moon, and that's your sports because there's no crying in baseball. All right, thank you, Moon. One final <laughs> break. We'll come back and wrap up the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, so, <laughs> food in the kitchen, huh? Oh yeah, not, not just food. The greatest desserts in the area. Well, it's thanks my for favorite, bringing me something. It's my favorite macarons. Mac macarons. Macarons. I'm not sure how you say it. Macaroons. 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 Uh, from Le Bon Boucher, right down here on Olive. I've been talking about them for years and years. I actually took the kids there this weekend. We got a whole bag of, of uh, assorted flavors. Holy That's smokes. So, so there's some of the, in the kitchen right now? There's a whole bunch in the kitchen. Oh, dude. And I, I, uh, I ate a few. I love them. Can you freeze right those? I love Le Bon Boucher. Yeah. Why would you want them? There's a cake in I there. I have to. There's a cake in there that looks... It doesn't look real. It looks so oh, good. Cake too. Look, dude, they got yes. everything in there. And soup. Soup and cake. French onion and, soup. Oh, man. I love that place. Carb load. Christmas Here has come. come early. <laughs> mm -hmm. Love so it. Brian at uh, La Bamboucher. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you guys.
Uh, today's uh, Pappy's Recappy. Brought to you by Pappy Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years Thanks locally owned, too. world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we cover today is on... Uh, is on the blog. It's right there. I gotta go because I, I'm. I, there's a there's a parking violation out here. Uh, need, all right. Uh, parking violation Moon out. John. <laughs> parking. Oh, no. Free, You're like the old man city, on the porch. City place. <laughs> parking cop. We've so identified <laughs> the driver too. Parking violation out here, and there's macaroons in the uh, the bambouchet is in the kitchen. So I'm gonna go uh, uh, check out the blog. 1057thepoint.com/slash/riz. The podcast today is called the Bendy Thumb Jeans. See you later. All right. Thank you, Moon. <laughs> See you later. Uh, tomorrow, uh, our buddy Warhorse joins us. I've never met that person before. Oh, no. Oh, dude. Great guy. I can't wait. Great dude. Shot out of a cannon, I tell you what. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Definitely not low energy. Mm -mm. Good. So they'll be here. There is a big uh, Glory Pro Wrestling event on Sunday Sunday over at the pageant. That's right. And our dear Rafe is involved in that. Yes. Well, someone very close to me. Somebody very close. A man named Powerhouse will be involved in that. All right. Okay. He is also very high energy. Yes, yes. You know, so. we'll hear you'll hear from him a little tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll do that tomorrow. Also, the Craigslist Freak of the Week, and uh, just two of us with, with War Horse. Uh, Learn anything else? No. Moon? I do have one more thing. There is a pair of tickets that I'm giving away on my social media with Together Credit Union uh, to this Saturday St. Louis City SC match. Incredible seats. If you haven't been to the experience, uh, to, to City Park to experience this, this is the way to do it. All right, so go see... Uh, all the moon socials. Yes, you'll, you'll, you'll find it. It's on Instagram. Uh, Rafe? Yeah, I do have one quick thing. Uh, if you're not doing anything tonight, go to Helium Comedy and check out a guy named Reggie Edwards. He's a local comic. Moved to New York. He's doing real well for himself. I always like to see a local guy make good. He's awesome. coming back doing a one-nighter tonight at Helium, so go check him out. Awesome. Scott? I just want to say thank you real quick to Love Creature Records. That's the one who's been recording me. And uh, make sure to follow those those amazing folks over at Love Cre- Creature Records on everything. And they're awesome. When's the record drop, bro? Uh, I don't know yet. Don't know. We're almost done. Mm. Just almost been there. Spinning almost there. rose gold gun since that's I've heard it. it. Yeah, we keep tweaking. On repeat. All right. Uh, if that's it, we leave you with a uh, selection from our teamers member today, which is brought to you by Hot Shots. Uh, Matthias Jimbo Gaston from O'Fallon, Illinois. Hey, the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.